This episode of the Esoteric Order of Roleplayers is brought to you in part by the generosity of our backers on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash esotericrp to find out how you can become a backer too. Esoteric Order of Role Players present Thirteen Candles, a Vampire the Masquerade Duet Chronicle with Desiree Valdez and David Larkins. Question. Well, no, because I'm like Dory, and I'm like, what just happened? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I have like a total. My memory is not. I mean, it's good, but uh-huh. I've grown dependent on the recordings. So. I see. I see. Anyway. Okay. Well, we left so off. That to say, where did we last leave off? We left off with. Because that's what you would ask me every time. You're quite right. So we left off with me in the uh, in this weird hospital asylum place. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Having been thrown in a cell with Joe. Uh huh. What were you guys doing? Um, I think what we were, were just we were we were uh, facing our fate. Oh, let's see. You, you left off, and um, I was kind of like, oh wait, I wanted to do something, and then and you're like, oh no, we'll leave it there. Ah, so let me let me just pause and refresh my memory. Oh okay. So we're just yeah we're we're like well Joe was making up this story, and talking about how. Riley wanted to put on a show, but now he's going to be the show, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm curious what that means. Mm-hmm. Like, in terms of where you are? Yeah. Like, does Joe know something about this place? Hmm. Um, and, you know, if so, like... I don't know. I'm just getting, like, mental images of... Uh, <coughs> you know, oh. like... Sorry. Oh. Of uh, Riley, um, you know strapped to a table or something and a bunch of people mm-hmm. coming by and looking mm-hmm. at him and prodding him. Yep. So, yeah. Sounds about right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got this vampire doctor. Hmm. Well, he wasn't the only one there. No, he was not. That is true. There were others. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. So. Mm-hmm. We are... Wait, do you have any other questions? I don't think so. Go on. No. That was kind of a... Kind of a cliff... You know, not a cliffhanger, but a, um, you know, end of part one. Yeah. So here's part two. <laughs> yeah, but it's a totally different chapter. I know. <laughs> but it just feels like, you know, we're picking up right... Yeah, uh, we're not skipping. Unless you're going to be like, you've been in the asylum for six months. No. <laughs> I, I'm still experimenting with that format. Yeah, totally. And it's totally legit. I hope so. <laughs> well, yeah, because here's the thing. like, um, You almost kind of have to do that after a certain point because the whole thing with being a vampire is you're immortal. So <laughs> if you're... You know. What do you mean? Oh, you're immortal? Immortal. Yeah. So it's like if you're, you know, the, the thing with Aaron was just because it was like first nights kind of thing, you know. Mm -hmm. And I just think the default, you know, shouldn't be like that. It should be like, you know, oh, yes, much time has passed, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. One night turns into the other and that kind of thing. Yeah. You know, because you have to, like, communicate that that aspect of being a vampire mm -hmm. I mean that you know even the vampire media I can think of that focuses on a short span of time usually has some kind of indicator of how old the vampires are how long they've been around yeah you know okay so anyway I think it's totally legit okay good and I'll probably use it at some point myself mm-hmm as a storyteller trick. <laughs> trick? Mm -hmm. I don't view it as a trick, mm. but... It's one neat trick. Nope. All right. So let's get into... Mm-hmm. Let's get into this. Yeah, this is what I'm kind of... <laughs> just uh, trying to figure out what the hell's going on. All right. <laughs> What chapter is this? This is chapter... I should know that off the top of my head. It's chapter three of the second story. Did well, you want to go over your goals again? Volume two, chapter three. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see here. Here? Mm-hmm. In my tome. Mm-hmm. Uh, escape from imprisonment. That still applies. Aww. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> Hey, so, man, if that's, if that's the theme of this second story, I think that's awesome. You know, it's like the whole story is about imprisonment. Hmm. Right? So it's like different types of prisons. Right. I think that's cool. Yep. Uh, read the rest of the book. Oh, Working right. on Where it. is the book? Yeah, except that uh, I was thinking about that, and it's like, wait, maybe I can just access the book in my own head like I did the other night. So. Oh, that's true. You did that. The book like, was inside me all along. <laughs> well, you did that vision. Yeah. That meditation. Exactly. But you also rolled pretty damn high, so. I can, did it once, I can do it again. All right, famous last words. <laughs> and then heal Joe's madness. Oh. That may not occur, this particular story. Because as I, as I was discussing with you last night, in order to get up to Obia 5, that is, uh, what did I say, 25? Yeah. No, more than yeah, that. Yeah, no, something like that. 35 30, points. 35. 35 points. 35 XP. Yeah. And that's if I decide not to increase my humanity back to 8. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. All right. <laughs> let's do this. we got to sort our fans out. Yes, let's okay. do this.
<laughs> anyway, so um, yeah, that's that's if I choose not to increase my humanity back to eight, which would be an additional fourteen points. <clears throat> so I don't know. Are you feeling bogged down about? No, no, I'm not bogged down at all. I'm just um, it's tough choices, you know. Yeah, it is tough to yeah. choose what to to do. Yeah. Because there's such a difference between, I think I was saying this to you, there's such a difference between 7 and 8. You know, if it was 6 to 7 or 8 to 9, eh, whatever. No, it's true. But 7 and 8's big, a big jump. It is. So. And it's kind of with your whole, what you're trying to accomplish. Yeah, that whole thing too. Although, see, I don't know. You're, hmm. you're playing it close to the vest like you're supposed to be. What? So I don't know, like, in terms of Golconda is how much humanity figures in, you know? I assume pretty important. Uh, it is but, actually very important. Well, see, I don't know. You don't have to tell me. And you don't have to tell me. Unless you feel like throwing me a bone there. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's not like Humanity 7's terrible. No, but there has something to do with humanity that if you have, if you do fall below a certain okay, all right, humanity, all right, all right, then you all right. cannot pursue it. Okay, alright, alright. Don't tell so, me, don't tell me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I want to. I want to figure it out on my own. I thought you knew that. I thought you directed me to that. I I didn't read any of it though. Yeah, I don't know where it is now. Okay, that's I'll fine. Find it. Um, okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't know any of it, and I want to. I want to find that out through gameplay. So. All right. Perfect. Um, but you know, I could have easily guessed that. Yeah, there's a threshold. Yeah, there is a threshold. Um, probably humanity three or two. But. Uh, Wrong. <laughs> okay. Any other questions? Or? Ten. Um, oh God! <laughs> what the fuck are you? <laughs> oh God! I just had a cheese sandwich. I have to make a self or a conscience roll. You're not a vegan. Mm. So you're saying vegan? You don't have to be vegan to earn Kolkanda. See, I'm obsessing you out mm. bit by bit. Mm. <laughs> Any other questions? No, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> Those weren't really questions either. I was just musing Comments. about things. Yeah, I just yeah. I like to hear what you're thinking about so that I can propel things forward and Absolutely. Alright. Okay. So we last saw you and Joe in your cell. Yes. Oh. And we're gonna open <laughs> what are you, a snake now? Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> we can open with that where we're going back into your cell it's the same night all right and you and joe have made up a story mm -hmm. about riley and riley being looked at and so what is what did she say when she expounded upon that <laughs> ghost, not ghost not not for once no, yeah. she explained that just like the doctor was looking through the hole ah, in the door mm. Riley will get the same experience. I see. He will be trapped. He will be, be on display. On display. I got you. And who knows? Like you said, you were alluding to mm -hmm. the possibility of him getting vivisected over and over again. Yeah. Night or, after or night. Or otherwise just observed. Tortured, observed, yeah. mentally tortured. How do you do that to a vampire? Mm. I'm not sure. But All we, sorts of ways. <laughs> yes. But what we do know is you are in some wing okay. of a hospital. Or asylum, so, as you mentioned. Yes. It's very That's dark. Thinking about it. Yes, it's very dark. Okay. And there's no light on in, in the room itself. Mm -mm. 
No. Okay. So, you and Joe are used to being in close quarters together. And sure. So you just this feels keep, this feels good. You feels, keep each other entertained. Feels fine. Yeah, you're with her and you're happy. I'm happy, man. As long as I got her. I'm finally experiencing the love that I felt I'd never get to experience. Well, life. do you remember anything from your human life that feels similar? That you remember? Mm-hmm. It's even sadder. <laughs> I don't think I do. You don't remember your parents loving you? At this point, probably not. Oof. They're just very, very dim, shadowy memories. I remember my aunts better. And they were not, they did not very affectionate. No. Even verbally? No. No, no. What about any friends that you had? Didn't have a lot of close friends. Yeah, I know. You were a friendless sort of a girl. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of a loner. Yeah. You know. What about for your animals? Yeah, except the animals, it was more like that was analogous to how now I'm feeling about, you know, the the people who sought me out. Oh. You know, or... or <laughs> even, like your pets now? Uh-huh. Wow. Or even the people in the asylum, you know. Well, like, you haven't even met anyone. I know, I know. But it would be like, in my mortal life, it would have been like walking into a a pound and hearing all the all the dogs barking and howling and being like, oh, I want to adopt them all, you know, like, so it was more of a, like, a caring, um... Caretaker. Caretaker. Okay. Kind of thing. Right. Where it's like, I'm here to rescue you, kind of thing. Mm. So you feel this responsibility Mm -hmm. toward them. Yeah. So it's not love. No. You know. No. It's responsibility. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, you know, fills my cold heart with a certain warmth when I know that I can take care of people. Mm. But, um, yeah, it's not, it's not like this, it's not like this amazing feeling I have for Joe, like where I do anything for her. Right. And I want her to be happy and, you know, just, yeah, just doing. You want her to be happy. I want her to be happy. And well. And well. Okay. Yeah. And I wouldn't, wouldn't ever let anything happen to her. Right. Okay. So it's probably close to. And I think okay. by the time we're done. Yeah. That's good. It's fine. <laughs> I think by the time we're done. I should have counted to 10. <laughs> I think by the time we're done with the story, I'm over on her cot. Uh-huh. You know, like snuggled up with her. Okay. All right. Because unlike Miss Emma, some, you know, what? for some reason, just kind of turned into a robot there. You want me to tell you? No, we can discuss it after the chronicle's over. Oh, shit, man. But unlike Miss Emma, um, who I had to kind of coerce into being affectionate, uh, once we got to uh, Los Angeles, uh, Joe actually seems to be more, you know... Affectionate. um, Reciprocating with her affection. What were you doing to show affection toward Miss Emma? You know, we don't need to worry about that, right? <laughs> yeah! That's, you get a couple lawyerly type questions, and you are up against the ropes. <laughs> was that really pathetic? No, it was not. Alright. So, moving on. So, <laughs> you're with Joe. You yeah. are together. You are in that room together. Mm-hmm. And in the cell. Mm-hmm. It's pitch dark. Mm-hmm. 
if you choose to turn your night vision on, mm -hmm. you can see yeah. in the room. I don't know if you've done that yet. I assumed as much, just since you were sort of describing physical actions last time. Like Joe smiling or putting her arms behind her head. So yeah, I mean, my, mm -hmm. my Auspex is, uh, is bumping. Good. You know? Right. So you see in the room, I think there was a sink. Okay. There's a sink in the room. Yeah. There's a mirror, like a metal... It's shiny metal. It's uh -huh. not really like a true mirror. Right, right, right. It's right. very shiny though. There's the window that is that was in that room has been. You can tell that it's. There's a metal plate over it. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Interesting. And there's the cots with blankets. Well, they're not technically cots. They're they're beds. Okay. Like twin beds. Yeah. Right. Right. So there's two of them in there. The cell is probably about. Eight by ten. Sure, I figured. And yeah, so this is your room. This is our life now. Yeah, and so you finish. You're sort of. She sort of trail off. It's probably a little silent at mm, this point. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And again, no sense of time. Sure. And eventually, though, you start to feel as though you are slowing down. You also see around that metal plate, there's a dim line oh. around it. Oh, Very dim, but it's getting brighter and oh, brighter. Really? Oops. Okay, we're back. Had to tend to some dog needs there. Okay. Won't go into detail. No, let's not. <laughs> okay. Joys of dog ownership. Okay, so. Where the hell were we? <laughs> yeah. uh, I think Charlotte had just escaped from the asylum. Oh, great. Okay, yeah. so as you're making your way through the Ca Calabasas Hill... No, I'm kidding. Mm, Calabasas? I'm just saying, like, just based on Aaron uh -oh. and Karen's stuff. Uh -oh. We're nowhere near Calabasas. No, I didn't think so. <laughs> I thought uh, uh. I thought Moore Park at the least. At least Moore Park. So. Anyways. Um, so you're noticing a dim... Yes. A dim light outlining. outlining of this metal plate that's against presumably a former window. That's not cool. And it's getting brighter. The outline is getting brighter. I mean, is this like a, a razor thin outline? It's razor thin. Okay. It's not in any way thick. It's not like it's going to... There's some blind that's going to be <laughs> pulled up in my head. <laughs> yeah, not that I know anything about that. What? <laughs> R.I.P. Bruno. Oh, God. We hardly knew ye. Yes, we hardly knew ye. We hardly playtested thee. We hardly playtested the hell out of thee. <laughs> and so you're, you're as, it's like you're, you're noticing this mm -hmm. as you're slowing down, which right. I think to me sounds like a terrifying feeling. It is. Of your absolute worst fear. Yes. So let's, uh, oh. let's do a Rotschek. 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 Uh, I just have to copy my friend Catherine. Rotschek. Rotschek. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh my god. I love Catherine. Yes. So, Rotschek. Okay, so that's a self-control roll. It or, is Or courage. Is it courage or self-control? It's courage. Courage. Great. Right? Yes, know. it is courage. I think about all the times you made me test that for Aaron and yes. <laughs> Aaron, a character in Neon Masquerade. Check it oh, out. Oh my god. So, so yeah, it was always courage. Right. 
And I tried to I tried to compound it with something else, but you would never you would never buy in that. Really? Like what? What did you try to compound I'm, it with? I'm trying to think I compounded it with something I don't know, something. Okay. Like uh, courage plus um, manipulation or something? Courage plus no. expression? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, so so faint light would be difficulty. Yeah, well, no, I have this right in front of me. Oh, okay. I don't need I, I just thought if you could compound it with courage or something else. Yeah, let's see here. Roachstrike, the red fear. Um, a courage roll, yeah. That's five. It. As with frenzy, five. Okay, so that's the other thing I was checking, whether it's counted as a frenzy roll or not. It does not. Good. Five successes must be accumulated to ignore the beast completely. Though fewer successes enable the vampire to overcome her fear for greater or lesser period of time. Failure means the vampire flees madly from the danger. Making a beeline for safety and tearing apart anything or anyone that gets in her way. Any attempt to restrain a vampire suffering from Root Shrek results in an immediate attack, just as if the character were in frenzy. One willpower point will be spent to maintain control for one turn. The character who is a victim of a botched courage roll immediately frenzies and remains in frenzy until oh. the storyteller decides otherwise. You have a two in courage. That's right, Bob. And this is obscured sunlight, so it's difficulty seven. <laughs> However, don't start whining right away. I'm <laughs> making victim noises. <laughs> <laughs> Do not. Uh, I will. I will reduce it to six because you are with your blood. My uh, bonded. Reg my, reg my regnant. Your regnant. Yes. And she offers you some comfort. Okay. Is she having to roll as well? Um, sure. <laughs> I mean, let's make this interesting. Alright. Well, it's your doom, so that's the end of 13 Candles, and uh, that was a great, great run, everybody. <laughs> now, let me just, let me, let me try and float this past you. Oh. Well, you can float it past me. I have Calm Heart as a merit, and it says plus two dice when resisting Frenzy. Would that's that... if you get a Frenzy. Okay, it does not apply to Roach Shrek. Not right away. If the result of the Roach Shrek roll is Frenzy, then yes. Give me two seconds here. Okay. All right. I'm giving you two seconds. Oh, please. But. Oh, well, I don't know. I'm trying to control about four things at the same time here. Welcome to the jungle. <laughs> 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 All right. Okay. I'm curious if I can spend a willpower to help me out here. <laughs> help me out, buddy. <laughs> Let's see. Um, Alright, yeah. Gain an automatic success on a single action. Okay. Uh, it's possible to succeed in a given action. Okay. Um, okay. Let's do this. Alright. So, All right. you notice this line f forming around this metal plate. You're noticing this. Can you not look away? Is it... Uh, are you I, visibly I, agitated? I am visibly agitated. So Joe notices this. Yes. He says, what's wrong? So I'm, just, I'm kind of just backing up from the window. Oh, you walk toward the window at no, first? No, backing away from it. You're... Okay, so let me... Let's let's detail how let's you're set, set up. Okay. There's the door. This okay. This is the front of the room. Yes. You walk in... Okay. To the left, there's a bed. To the right, there's a bed. Yes. 
there's a little open space that has a sink with that metal mm -hmm. uh, mirror type yes. uh, application on Pol the wall. Polished steel mirror, yes. Above that, facing, if you're looking into the room, there's a little window in the top right corner. Oh, okay. So if you're on Joe's bed on the left side, your eyes are looking up toward that window. Gotcha. Okay. So you've noticed there is a crack or a light around mm -hmm. that plate that is increasing in brightness. So we're lying on this bed, probably like facing each other, mm -hmm. reverse spoons. Okay. And my head's looking out into the room. Her head's looking yes. towards me mm -hmm. and the wall. Yeah. So she's seeing my eyes widen in fear. Yeah. Okay. So she asks you, "What's wrong?" So I'm just, I'm just staring at the wind, at the blocked out window. So she turns and looks too. Yeah. And she holds you tighter. Okay. So let's do All right, this. Hold on, I have wait, to. Wait, I've, what? I've lined up some what? dice here. I have what? to see which ones are speaking to me, because I've got, I've got, so I've got, I've only got two dice, so I have to feel their energetic manifestation here. Okay. We all have our thing, there man. There we go. I got them. All right. So it's difficulty because you are with each six. other. It's difficulty six. Do I get a ten again on this? Why? Have we been doing ten agains? Mm, we have for specialties. Is your specialty not freaking out about sunlight? No, but I'm with my regnant. Sure. Yay! <laughs> Sucker! <laughs> What? You got 110. Yeah, I got one. Oh, I rolled another one! What? I got two. Cool. Oh. <laughs> so you got two tens. I got, I got two successes. Two successes. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Okay, great. So. Yes. So, so not the five that was required. No. So I'm, 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 uh, I'm backing up against the so wall. So as you are, you're sort of, are you, what, describe what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm. You're my, in, you were in each other's arms, basically. Right. So my eyes are like saucers. Joe's grabbing at me. I'm sort of grabbing at her, but I'm also kind of trying to pull her with me mm. back against the wall. But also maybe you could interpret it as trying to use her as a human shield. <laughs> so pulling her yeah. like on top of you almost. Pulling her on top of me. But partly out of like just out of like this weird sense of protection like she's going to protect me mm. but also self-preservation okay so it's it's a very strange uh, weird. melange yeah so as you're doing those actions and i'm just whimpering you are yeah but as you as you are performing those actions mm -hmm. you're losing yeah momentum mm -hmm. it's like you it's you're your muscles can barely move at one point and you just fade out as you are trying to grab her. It just becomes increasingly difficult and that's the last thing you remember. Actually, I'm going to overrule you by spending a point of willpower. Okay. Yep, I'm gonna spend a point of willpower and my with my last action, mm -hmm. I'm gonna grab the blanket and pull it up over us. Okay, with their last... Like. Uh, last semblance of exactly. anything. Yes, because I'm I'm trying to, like, the the blood bond is screaming at me, through the Rolchrek 
uh-huh. you know, and it's like protect her, protect Joe. Uh-huh. So I'm I'm like grabbing this blanket, just uh-huh. whoosh, pulling it up and over. Okay. So I just it just occurred. It, I was just looking at willpower spends, uh-huh. and uh, there was one of the bullet points is uh, I can spend a point of willpower to overrule an automatic action that the storyteller describes. Oh, nice. So, good for you. Boom. Good. Oh, yeah, that's another thing I wanted to mention before starting today. Yes? Was uh, the narrating element of this game. Okay. And how I don't mean to do that. And so if there's any time when I'm narrating too much or Mm. describing too much of your actions, Mm. Mm. please to be telling me to, like, put the brakes on. Chill out. Yeah, not in that rude of a way, but... um, (laughs) Not like Dr. Freeze? No, just if you can tell me to just put the brakes on or to slow down. Because the only reason I get... Because I just get so excited. Of course. Because I'm visualizing it. Mm. But I need help to know when I'm overstepping. Because I don't want to step on your ability to play your characters as accurately and authentically as you want to. I'd say you're you're batting uh, 900 there, so it's not bad. That's good. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> That's good. All right, so I spent that willpower. I'll regain it during the night. So there I go, okay. min-maxing again. Uh, <laughs> however, I'm going to lose that blood point. Yeah. Booyah. Yeah. So I'm down to four. Ooh. And my new, my new th- hunger threshold is three. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. So out new, we go. My new verbal tick. Okay. You fade out. Yes. The last thing you remember is pulling that blanket over you and Joe yep. as you're in that bed. Yep. Do you dream at all? Should I, should I roll, roll to see my uh, blood rouse uh, score? I know. <laughs> Do you was, dream at all? Who was the last person I fed from? Oh, it was Joe, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hmm. I think I do. I think I'm back in the Parvo Doré. Oh. And I'm wandering its halls. Mm. And it's way bigger than yeah than it should be. Right. You know. And just every door I open leads to a new hallway. Mm. Or a staircase. Mm. So I go up the stairs and then down a hall and I open a door and there's another hallway. And mm-hmm. I go down there and there's another door and I open that. Oh, man. Stairs going it's down. Exhausting. Yeah. So I'm just walking around. But I can never find the room I'm looking for. Do you know what the room will be that you're looking for? I know what it is in my dream. Mm-hmm. But I don't actually know what it is. Okay. All right. I'm very sure of myself, but I don't actually know what that is. Mm-hmm. There were some things that... I'm sorry. I'm, I know we were talking about Bruno. <laughs> In the playtest really quick, but <laughs> some, I'm so sorry. Some, some holdover playtest feedback? Well, yeah, because I didn't okay. understand. Okay, what? Go for it. Sorry. No, sorry. That's fine. Total digression. That's fine. That's fine. I, did I just step on your moment? Not at all. Oh, no. man. I'm feeling terrible now. No, I'm, I'm just, Uh-oh. Oh. Why that one? Oh, I don't know. Is there another one? Yeah. Okay, we got to pause again. Oh, we really say. do. I know. This is bad. So you're about to rant about the vampire playtest. Yeah, just really quickly, because what I found odd was that they roused Bruno in the middle of the day. How can you wake up a vampire at a torpor in the middle of the day to then expose them to sunlight? <laughs> Wouldn't you just drag the cadaver out? Because my understanding of tor- torpor yeah. is that you're completely unanimated. Yeah. 
So how can they question him and talk to him? How can he be awake? I don't get that. So um, I, I don't want to delve into the book here, but I know I know that even in classic vampire, there are ways to stay awake during the day. Because um, Aaron never could. Right. No, it, it, it involves willpower expenditures and But Bruno wasn't expending stuff. any willpower. Anyway, I just know this because in uh, Iberia by Night for Vampire of the Dark Ages, mm-hmm. um, there's a ritual for La Sombra night, Vampire Nights. If you're a knight who's also La Sombra, mm-hmm. to stand vigil inside El Cid's tomb mm-hmm. uh, for the whole day. And if okay. you if you can stand vigil the whole day, it's like a uh, a big point of pride. Okay. So it's it's a big deal, and you have to be able to do it. But um, I, I vaguely recall reading something in the book here about how like if you can be roused, you can be woken up. It's just that you feel like you know the whole time you just want to go back to sleep. Hmm. So. All right. Yeah, it is possible. Okay. I mean, there's even a thing with Earthmeld where it's like you can make a roll to sense if there's people right. above you. Yeah, f- I remember fucking that. around, you yeah. know, so. Ah. <laughs> okay. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. End of Vampire 5th Edition okay. ranting. Anyway, I mean, it's a pre-alpha playtest. They didn't even have, like, humanity rules in place or anything. But they just said, like, you know, uh, if you want to use humanity in this game, uh, just look at an earlier Good edition. Luck. Yeah, they just said, they basically just said use your favorite version from an earlier edition for now. <laughs> so all right, yeah. Okay, so throughout the course of the day, yes, you feel that people are coming in and out of the room. You also at one point feel like Joe is no longer in the cot with you, mm. and then another moment you might rouse a little bit and she's you can tell that she's in the bed next to you Mm. you get lifted up at one point Mm. and and then you're placed back into the bed (laughs) okay so these things are just these strange flashes right right of being disturbed yeah throughout the day yeah there's not really anything you can do about it that's odd (laughs) <laughs> that's odd <laughs> I think that was weird yeah yeah or unsettling so oh I'm unsettled <laughs> you couldn't see it on my face you couldn't see my unsettled face <laughs> you're an emotionless mask oh my god okay so <laughs> I'm sorry it's just too many years of running games <laughs> I just have too much of a poker face no, you, sometimes you're just sitting there and you're just like, you're not really expressing anything. Uh, but it's, I know it's, I know you're feeling something. That's what I'm saying. It's I, I have too much of a poker face. All right. So. I'm screaming internally, I can assure you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so on that cheerful note. Yes. As is Charlotte, no doubt. Yeah. Screaming internally. Mm-hmm. So, the mm. next day, the next day... Next night. Next next night comes around. Okay, so I gotta try and keep track of the days here because I, I promised my flock that I would be back on Christmas Day. Christmas night. Well, Christmas night, yeah. So, yeah. So I'm so, gonna start marking X's <laughs> on the wall. <laughs> right. <laughs> At this point, again, the sun is coming up around 4.45. Okay. It's December 13th. It's a Wednesday. 
Oh, I had it down as Tuesday was the 11th, but... No, Monday. Monday was the 11th. Monday was the 11th, okay. The carnival took place on the 12th. That's right. I didn't, uh, yeah, I didn't account for that extra night. And so the 13th is Wednesday, 4.45. You suddenly... And you're there. And you're there. You're awake. Mm-hmm. You are tucked into the... Tucked into your little bed. My bed? Your bed. Joe's on the other bed. Joe's on the other bed. And I'm tucked in. You're tucked in very tightly. <laughs> ah! But, like like hospital? Uh, uh-huh. Oh. Well, no. I mean, you're... Yeah. Well, I mean, yes and no. Yeah. What do they call those corners? Hospital corners. Oh, hospital corners, mm-hmm. yeah. Because they all they use flat sheets. They don't use any fitted sheets. Right. They don't use flat sheets for everything. Right. So they fold everything under. Yeah. So you have a blanket, a sheet, a blanket, and there's a heavier wool blanket at the very end of your bed. Like, I need that. It's weird. It's very strange. It's protocol. Yeah, no, I know. I get it. And you feel you are no longer in your dress. Okay. All right. You were in a little... (laughs) My dress that I've been in for the last two months. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was washed, to be fair. That's true. Remember that awkward naked scene? Oh, God, yeah. And so... Trying to forget. (laughs) So you are in a... That that was good, though, by the way, because it just kind of underlined how creepy and weird that whole situation was. Yeah, it was very weird. All right, go on. Just picturing Riley at the laundromat, like... Cleaning, getting all the clothes cleaned. Like American Psycho style. He's like, <laughs> it's like that's that's a wine stain or whatever. <laughs> yeah, well, this, ye- yelling at the first, like, why can't you get these stains? Out? If I saw some rangy random dude with yeah. crazy hair uh-huh. washing women's clothing, yeah, that is soaked in blood and random, <laughs> just really random laundry, I would think he's a serial killer. Sure. And these are trophies. And sure. Where do I call the police? Right. And yet... Because we'd be in that haunted laundromat in San Francisco. That's where Riley would be. He would be. But as we know from real life serial killer stories, they can get away with that shit. Yes. Men get away with a lot of fucking shit. Or even just, you know, weird shit happening gets away with weird shit. Like... Well, no, but I will say men have an extra... Naked kid running down the middle of the street with a hole in his head. And then, oh, oh, are you lost? Here, let me take you back. I mean, please don't, please. I, well, you know, like uh, anyway, digression. This is a game of personal horror. It's not your turn to do that shit. I'm supposed <laughs> to be doing that to you. We're supposed to be freaking each other out <laughs> with this lovely music playing underneath. That's right. That adds to it. <laughs> it adds to the horror. It does. <laughs> All right. Let me switch the music. All right. Oh, this is perfect. Oh, okay. So. You notice you are in new clothes. Yep. Pajama bottoms. Okay. And a there's a it's like a hospital gown top. Uh huh. But it's a shorter top. It sure. covers it goes down to like your top of your thighs. Got it. It's short sleeved, which I know you don't like. Ugh. It has a tie in the back. Uh huh. But it is close. I mean, it's closed fully. Yeah. You have sort of a one size fits most. Right. Yeah. You do have underwear on. Oh, good. That's a good thing. And, like, a cotton undershirt. Okay. If you look over at Joe, Uh huh. Do you? Of course I do. First thing I do. So she's the, wearing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Although her hair looks a little matted. Mm. Like, as though she was run underwater. Oh. And nobody bothered to comb her hair. Right. Oh, God. Okay. I'm starting to seriously get creeped out. Okay. Go on. So you're awake. Mm-hmm. How does your hair feel? What do you think is going on with your hair? Yeah, you tell me. It is damp. It's damp. Mm-hmm. 
And the smell on your skin, you haven't smelled that in some time. Soap? It, it's not soap. Mm. It smells more like Lysol or disinfectant. I don't like this. <laughs> is this a hard, a hard X? This is a hard, X this, card? This is a hard, yeah, I'm just going to silently touch the X card right now. Okay. We don't need no X card for these games. That's not true. <laughs> That's not true at all. <laughs> I'll make one up for next session. No, we trust each other, I think. Yep. But And we can always hit the pause button. And go, <laughs> wait, what the fuck? Actually, the pause button is our X card. That's so. true. <laughs> so. Go on. This is the current state of your yeah i'm not i don't approve it's a hard no what? Um, how are you feeling right now i feel um i mean i have lived i have Go un- Charlotte. i have unlived <laughs> 60 no 40 48 almost years. 50 almost 50 almost 50 years i have unlived almost a half a century mm-hmm and I'm very used to my autonomy. <laughs> Arguably, it destroyed my ghoul. I'm mm-hmm. so autonomous. You're mm-hmm. just staring at me. Uh-huh. And, um, I'm waiting to see where you go with this. Because you don't really do these riffs. I'm just saying that uh, this, isn't, this isn't cool. And as I was, as I was hinting to you off mic earlier <laughs> sometime today or yesterday. Um, <laughs> like our life is off mic. <laughs> It is. It's either on mic or off mic. <laughs> okay. You you don't know how many secret recording devices I have throughout the house. Um, you recorded that. <laughs> Alright, go on. Um, but as I was saying to you, um, I'm definitely undergoing a transformation here. Hmm. And, you know taking it to the next level right you know like i i no this isn't good getting i'm getting ready to gangrel out over here so <laughs> i didn't know that salubri could do that uh they can't but i'll do you're gonna my start best. raging against the machine i am gonna saying? start raging against the machine i'm gonna make killing in the name of killing in the name of phil silvers and <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make the whole Phil Silvers incident look like a fucking joke. <laughs> I'm going to rip some throats out here. <laughs> well, you're sure playing that Humanity 7 very well. Yeah, well, see? I'm, I'm starting to feel these these feelings of rage and resentment. I'm like a caged animal. Who do you I feel hate? like Lobo. Who, well, okay. So, so I'm bearing that in mind. Okay. I have all this in mind. Okay. You know, if Lobo oh, God. flees to a Camarilla City... He could get appointed sheriff, and he'd be Sheriff Lobo. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. Mom, I need to wear a chewable aspirin. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, bring back Sheriff Lobo. Lobo. All right, go on. At least one Simpsons reference. Yes, per there we go. Got to hit our quota. You go are on. feeling your new environment. You're feeling your new clothing. Oh, I'm feeling it. You are feeling it. Yes. And I'm not living for it though. Okay. I'm well, un- I'm unliving you're, for you're it. You're not unliving for it either. No. So what do you do? Joe seems still in torpor. And I, I mean that's normal. I'm used yeah. to that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I've read enough 
melodramatic Victorian literature to know. <laughs> You've also read modern literature. Can we... Have you? I don't think so. You've just... You continue to I read Victorian shit I throughout don't. your whole... Here's the, thing. Here's the thing you got to But you watched understand. movies. I have watched movies. It's one of the few conceits I've made to the modern world. Here's the thing, is that, and this is something we really haven't touched on much. Go. Because Aaron's such a modern character, and, and most of the characters he interacts with are modern characters. And Christopher is a weird exception. Yeah. But but most, like, Maybe older... Maybe Oh, my God. Don't tempt me. <laughs> um, don't tease me. Most uh, most older vampires um, are really stuck in their. They surround themselves. Yeah, they're really stuck in their in their um, time original time. And wow. it even, I think it even says something in in the core book here, like with the computer skill, mm. that it says like if you are an older, if you're like an Ancilla or an Elder, you would have to actually be able to justify why you have a dot and computer. Wouldn't they just be bored and they just like themselves into the, the thing is is that like vampires for the most part with the exception of some Toreador, like there's kind of two types of Toreador, uh and so only some of the Toreador are actually genuinely creative uh-huh. and the others are just leeches posers and posers yeah and huh, pretty much life. all the other vampires are the same way like you're you're dead you're a corpse right so you're not you're not a font of creation anymore yet aaron was creative exactly so he you it's know one of the few he broke the mold he's a gangrel he breaks molds he did yeah <laughs> and even then i mean aaron was creative in his own way not like it was in any way interesting or genius but right, well still yeah, yeah he had his own or still has his own yeah need to create right he even right. said that to don sure sure we got to get back into our game here please. no no but but this is a discussion about okay. about just canine nature in general so that's what humanity represents right so aaron was fighting for his humanity yes and it was slipping it was he um, got down to six charlotte he started fighting. at seven i know charlotte's fighting for hers and okay. it's slipping yeah and that's the whole point is that yeah. you're you're trying to you're trying to hold on to steve and, and and that's what some of the alternate paths are about which is like you're a fucking vampire don't try to act like a human like what's Shimashi. wrong with you yeah yeah Sam or dare i say ravnos la sombra la sombra yes path of darkness path of darkness, darkness. <sighs> but anyway uh <laughs> darkness bats um <laughs> candles in the dark anyways yeah so um so yeah it's actually very very common for kindred to just kind of like get stuck in their yeah. era okay with some few exceptions but like yeah like I mean, I really honestly picture most hundred-year-old kindred as, like, basically Mr. Burns. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's like, Speaking I know how way. to work a telephone machine, you know? Like. But I think something really <laughs> intense would have to happen to an elder if they're like, I gotta get on the computer. Yeah. And, but then, like, Nosferatu, wouldn't you have a natural inclination to just want to tap into Oh, sure. The way I mean, there's exceptions. There's to, always exceptions. They gotta get that gossip, That's so. Right. <laughs> Except that, like, an older Nosferatu would be like, hey, I've got... I got mad balls in uh, oh. contacts, minions, uh, minions, obfuscate, you know, aspects. Like I can read minds. I can read people. I, I don't, have I don't to. need your fancy CCTV cameras and computers and shit. You know, right. <laughs> watch how they did it back in the old country. Ugh! You know, <laughs> it's, like, it's like a John Henry situation. You know, like, <laughs> there's like a there's like a hacker. You know, competing yeah. with the Nosferatu to go, who's going to go out and collect information himself. All right. You know. um, 
But Nosferatu has so many blind items that have been confirmed and revealed. And, you know, the thing is, is that, you know, the Nosferatu would have a point because there are things that are not online. Right. Like, you know. What? What, uh, wait, what old, is it online? Old Knott's Berry Farm uh, song okay. and dance shows. You're being silly now, yeah, so let's yeah. get back into I'm it. back into it. Okay. No, but we were just talking about that the other day. How yes, things just disappear, and then you just and you can never don't, find them. There's no evidence of it ever existing because it's not online. However, Nosferatu might have some books. We might have some pamphlets or something. So, anyways. An old map of Knott's Berry Farm. That's right, where it says Roland. Roland, featured at the amphitheater. Shows daily, you know. Anyway, my point is, is that I think Charlotte. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring it back around. Please. I think Charlotte feels much that same way. You know, she doesn't care for a lot of the things that have come along since. Um, movies are an exception. Uh, Consuela was getting her into contemporary music, music when she was starting to see the merit there. Mm-hmm. You know, because she she did enjoy some jazz and ragtime in her day. Mm-hmm. So she's got a little bit of a connection to a syncopated syncopated beat. You know, she yeah. can appreciate that. Yeah. She's not that much of a stick in the mud. Right. But really, she was embraced, like, right on the cusp of the beginning of contemporary American pop culture. Yeah. You know, so it's it's a little spotty. So I say all that to say that I've read enough Victorian melodramas. Yes. <laughs> to know that this is your classic damsel in distress situation. We're locked away in a tower somewhere. Oh, and that the uh, the baddie, the bad guy, Ooh. is going to attempt to torture us psychologically, probably, mm. um, and um, get us to crack so that we'll we'll give in to his sinister intentions, whatever those may be. Mm. So right. first of all, my my first thing that I'm going to do is steal my resolve. Mm. I'm not giving them anything. You have an iron will. I have an iron will, so my iron will is activated. You're not going to give them anything. What does that mean? I'm not giving them anything. If they ask me for information, I'm not giving them any information. If they try to get me to do anything, I'm not going to do it willingly. You know? They're going to have to drag me out kicking and screaming. That is why waking up with my hair damp was so disturbing. Because it's like they're doing things to me without my knowledge or consent okay and even more enraging is that they're doing it to joe Mm. that's even worse okay so i think what i'm going to do with the half hour or so that i have before Mm -hmm. joe wakes up is i'm going to head over to her bed and just using my fingers i guess comb her hair out a little bit okay and try and just fluff it up Maybe use the sheet to dry it out a little bit. You've seen the way she gets her hair in curls. Uh-huh. Okay. She'll usually work her hair over individually. Great. Her hair is curly naturally, so there's a way to do that. She just, yeah, works her finger in. Mm-hmm. And Perfect. makes individual uh-huh. ringlets. Okay. So I'll, I'll start curling her hair. Perception plus alertness. They dyed her hair purple. <laughs> No, that requires no roll, but they didn't. Nor did they shave her head yet. Yet. What's the difficulty? Difficulty is six. Two successes. You notice there's a bit of blood on her, the front of her top. Her like at the collar or on the Right on the over blouse. the heart. Over the heart? Yeah. Huh. 
Um, these aren't buttoned up or anything. No. It's a pull-on with I'll a just, tie in the back. I'll just lift up the collar and peek. Uh, down her. It doesn't stretch that way. You'd have to pull it up toward the from the bottom. Okay. Well, I'll do that way then. You're going to push her top up? Yes. Okay. So you see she's wearing like a cotton camisole similar to the one you have. Mm-hmm. You see that there is a significant round wound right where her heart is. I'll immediately kind of put my hand on my chest. <laughs> How does it feel? Is there you're, a hole? You're fine. Okay. Oh, Lord Almighty. Um, I want you to do I want you to do um intelligence plus empathy. Intelligence plus empathy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Difficulty five. Oh, four. Intelligence and empathy. I'm known for two things. Intelligence and empathy. Don't make me laugh. <laughs> Four, you say? Mm-hmm. Okay. Three successes. You have a flashback of Lucille being yeah. staked. It's, yes, I it do. It ver- reverberates throughout you, and it looks like a very similar wound if... Well, you took the stake out of Lucille, didn't you? I did. I did. So it's exa- it looks exactly like that. I was actually also thinking about that off mic as well in the real world. Um <laughs> I was think I was thinking about that off mic. <laughs> like I didn't have that thought on mic. Um, <laughs> you don't have to qualify it. I know. I Holy just, shit! Yeah. All right, go, go, go. No, it's a thing now. It's officially. A thing. Oh god. Um, no, I was thinking about that though. Um, that I also saw Riley get staked. You did. Now things were so crazy in that moment that it didn't really sink in. It was mm. just. It was just kind of like one of those everything's going nuts right now and I'm just looking around and just taking in everything that's happening and I don't have time to stop and think that I just saw this guy get staked. Yeah. But that was, I was thinking about that actually, was that mm-hmm. that was like the second stakening that I witnessed. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, yeah, not, no bueno. I don't like seeing that. <laughs> right. And, um, let's see here. Okay. Okay. So I I want to heal that wound. All right. I want to heal that wound. Okay. So what is your? Well, I've got corpore sano, which is yes. the healing touch. Mm-hmm. So I have to touch the wound. Right. Ew. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> are you seriously grossed out by that? You were healing a lot of as, people with no, various ailments. As a player, I'm grossed out by oh, that. Just okay. the thought of putting my hand on a on a quarter sized uh, puncture wound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it one wound level? Um. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So it would, and it's an aggravated wound or just a lethal wound. It's aggravated. Okay. So I would have to spend two blood points to to oh. heal that. Oh dear. I know. Oh dear me. Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear. What are you what doing? Do with my pencil. What are you looking for? I lost my pencil. I don't think you had one. I oh did. no, it's under. There you go. It's Where? right by your book. Where is it? To the left. No, right, right. Oh, the right. Thank you. Okay, so two blood points. Oh, man. But she's my regnant, man. Like I know. No, do what you got to do, man. I have to do it. <sighs> so I, I'm looking at this wound, and I just, you know, thinking about Lucille, and I'm just thinking, like, well, at least this time I can do something about it. Mm, okay. So I put so. my hand on it. 
close yeah. my eyes, mm -hmm. my third eye opens. Right. And, uh... Okay, it seals. Yeah. So it closes, mm -hmm. the wound closes. Okay. I pull her, pull the top back down, mm -hmm. and go back to making the ringlets. Okay, so after about 20 minutes, she wakes up. Mm -hmm. She's looking up at you. She sort of starts mm -hmm. when she wakes up. Yeah. Initially, she doesn't usually do that. Oh wow. Okay. So I smile at her. And she says, "Oh, it's still so dark in here." So she looks around and she kind of, she pats your hand and then she gets up. Yeah. So her ha half her head is like with ringlets <laughs> and the other half's kind of just a little askew. Nice. So she's looking around the room. She's feeling the walls and she finds a switch. She flips the switch oh, on, and hey. these fluorescent lights flicker on. Oh, good for her. It's kind of a green cast over the yeah, over the room. She scratches her head. <laughs> I turned off my heightened senses a split second before she hit that switch. All right. Seeing that she was ah! about to do that. Yeah. <laughs> my eyes! <laughs> so she sits back on her bed. Mm -hmm. She gives you, she offers the other side of her head to you. Mm -hmm. So you can start, like, grooming her, like, baboon style. I'm like squatting on the bed. Yeah. <laughs> so you're 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 fixing the other side of her hair. Yeah. She just looks at you and says, "What? What happened? What happened last night?" I don't know. Or during the day. What happened during the day? I don't know. We're in these. Oh, outfits. so she's like, so she kind of pulls at her top and yeah. like is looking at it, and then she notices the blood. Yeah. And when she notices that, then she goes under her shirt and yeah. she feels that there's nothing, but she sees that there's also blood on the camisole. Yeah. And she says, she looks very confused. Yeah. She looks very confused. She doesn't talk. Okay. She doesn't say anything. All right. So I'm just. So silently. Yeah, I'm not going to say anything either. Okay. I'm not going to say nothing. All right. So. Silently, mm -hmm. you finish her hair. Yep. And you hear some keys in the lock, the door. Okay. And in walks the doctor. Yeah, that asshole. <laughs> so he opens the door, and he blinks slightly <laughs> with the light on, and says, "Oh, you found the light switch. Great." I'm going to inspect him. All right. Again. Mm-hmm. Give it a shot. All right. Uh, okay. Okay, there we go. Well, it's still not great, but uh, two successes. Okay. So you can just tell the color or main, the, the type. Uh, pale, the type. Paleness and main color. Okay. So the type is definitely pale. Yep. Definitely pale. Yep. And the main color you see is light, or no, I'm sorry, dark blue. Dark blue. Mm-hmm. Dark blue. Suspicious. Well, that, that does, that checks out. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'd expect him to be a little suspicious. I'm about to straight up murder his oh ass. Oh my god. So I'll just be looking straight at him. You know. Steely eyed. He looks at you 
through, and he's wearing glasses. Mm-hmm. You also notice that he has a mustache. Did he have one before? He did. Okay. But you didn't <laughs> I'm like, catch did that. He put on a fake you mustache. <laughs> I wish. I wish. No. 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 But it's something you didn't notice about him the okay. night before. It's okay. just as it's just as silver as his hair. Right. So right. he has a mustache. I gotcha. He has glasses on. And you see, okay, so perception plus alertness. Sure thing. I'm just uh, kind of simultaneously looking something up because I'm hatching a plan. Oh, dear. So. Here we go. Yep. My gonna, beautiful chronicle. I'm, I'm going to write a script. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> no! Oh, what's man. The, what's the difficulty? Difficulty six. Uh, four. Okay. So you're noticing his whole outfit. He's wearing a navy blue suit under his white coat. Okay. The white coat is buttoned. Okay. Everything looks freshly pressed, laundered. He's wearing a tie. Okay. He... Actually, no, he's not wearing a tie. Oh. He's not wearing a tie. Okay. And... But he's wearing a dress shirt with a a dress shirt under the... Oh, God damn it. You got it. You got it. He's wearing wearing a lab coat. Under the lab coat is a light blue dress shirt. Mm Mm-hmm. He's not wearing a tie. He's wearing navy blue slacks, perfectly polished Oxford shoes, okay. tied. Okay. He has a name tag, a pin on his jacket okay. that says Dr. Lindgren. Lindgren? Uh-huh. Lindgren. Lind- Lindgren? Lindgren. Yeah. Okay. And he has thick black framed glasses on. Sure. Of course he does. His hair is perfectly combed. Very pale. Okay. Very pallid. Yes. He's holding a clipboard. Mm-hmm. And a file. Okay. And he has noticed that you found the lights, light switch. And he has, yes. And he's looking at both of you on the bed. Okay. And says, Charlotte, it's time to eat. Uh, I am I am hungry with a capital H, so I am not going to uh, argue with that. All right. So, yeah. so he leads you out of the room. Yes. He turns back to Joe and says, I'll bring her back in one piece. Mm. And Joe just starts humming to herself as he closes the, closes the door and locks it. Okay. And so you're in this hallway. Yep. The lights are on. Yep. Unlike the previous mm-hmm. evening, right. early morning. <laughs> There's not a single solitary flickering Mm-mm. bulb. No. You see there are some doors that the windows are open. The little tiny window mm-hmm. at the top is open. Some of them are... Some of the doors are completely open and there's nobody in those rooms. Right. You hear various thumping or kind of muffled... I want to say muffled talking. Oh, sure, sure. Nothing too outrageous. Uh-huh. Dr. Lindgren takes you down the hall. His The soles of his shoes are clicking against the linoleum. Mm. You are wearing these little slip-on shoes mm-hmm. with rubber soles. Yeah. So you're following him. He has two orderlies with him, as okay. usual. Right. They're tall. Very beefy, as I mentioned before. Yes. Solid-looking guys. Yes, yes. They're walking behind you both. Right. He's leading you out the hall. Okay. And up to the the iron door. 
right. that I had mentioned before. He yes. unlocks that. You all walk through. He locks that. So, you see him looking, and now you're in part of the... You're looking in part of the... Institution mm. that has nothing to do with your wing. Mm-hmm. It looks a bit different. Yeah. The walls are white. There are various... There's many windows. It's very clean. Mm. You see there's these different wooden rounded corner desks around every corner or so. Mm-hmm. There's nurses there. There's lined... Like the hallways are lined with doors. And there are also other little turns and larger areas. Mm-hmm. They look like more of like an open space where people can recreate or spend time. There's tables with magazines and other things. Okay. So you're walking down various hallways and he leads you to this other part of the, of this, this building Mm. that you're in. Mm. It has a grate, like a grate with a a door built in. Mm -hmm. So you can see through to the other side and it looks more hospital like than Mm. anything. And he leads you through, he unlocks it, leads you through, the orderlies follow you, and he takes you to a room. Okay. He, it has a wooden door and a little glass window at the top. He leads you into the room. And he says, come on in. And you see that there's a hospital bed inside of it. Mm. There's a young woman in the bed. Mm. She looks a little worse for wear, but she's conscious. And he turns to her and says, As you know, Melinda, (laughs) this is part of your therapy. So we have to bleed you now. Mm. And so he turns and looks at you meaningfully. (laughs) Okay. And she's her. She looks very small against the pillow. Mm. She's laying back. Her black hair is very starkly contrasted against the white pillow. Yeah. Okay. So I, I sit on the side of the bed. She turns and looks at you instantly. I say, how are you this evening? She looks down and says, I'm awake. And then looks back up at you. Mm. And she says, the bleedings have really helped. So just do what you have to. Good, I'm glad to hear that. I'm very glad to hear that. What? Um, Why do you say it like that? Do you say it like that? No, sorry, I was just reading something. Alright. I'm very glad to hear that. So I look back at um, Lindgren. Mm-hmm. And I say, uh, I, um, I need something. 
to help with the bleeding. And I started flashing my upper teeth, mm -hmm. you know, showing him no fangs. Okay. So his his perfect brow sort of froze <laughs> and says. Uh, so then he's like patting his pockets, <laughs> and he says, "I'll be right back." So he leaves the room. Okay. The orderlies are standing there. They have they are just focused on you, like a laser beam focus. I'm gonna aspect them as well. Sure. Curious if they're ghouls or not. Mm. Ghouls. Mm -hmm. uh, one, two, three, four successes. Okay. So All yeah. I was really looking for was, or a shade or mm -hmm. uh, yeah, splotchiness. So there's pale blotches in their auras. Otherwise, their auras are light blue and. Yeah, just light blue. Wow, they're very single-minded, huh? Yep. They're calm. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, so yeah, they're ghouled up. Not surprising. Yeah. <laughs> Gentlemen. <laughs> so Dr. Lindgren comes back into the room, and okay. he has a little kit with him. And it has scissors, it has gauze, it has a little scalpel, it has tape, medical tape. Mm-hmm. And he gives it to you and says, here. Okay. This is very uncommon, but I'll allow it. <laughs> He's looking at you very curiously. Okay. Melinda looks scared. All right. So I will... I will indicate for him to set the kit down on the far side of the bed okay. so that she can't see it. All right. And then I'll turn back to her. Mm -hmm. There's no reason to be frightened, Melinda. You've had this done before. Mm. This is going to be just the same as every other time. But if you want, I can put you to sleep before I do it. So you won't feel anything. Will I wake up? You will. I promise. So she looks out the window and you can tell it's dark, out it's dark outside. Sure. <laughs> Bloody well hope so. <laughs> Just stating the obvious. So She looks out the darkened window. Yes. yes. And she as she she doesn't look back at you and she just says, That's fine. Okay. So I am going to do uh anesthetic touch. Okay. Uh I have to make a willpower roll. Shouldn't be a problem. Shame it's last words. <laughs> okay. Difficulty six. Okay. Yep. Okay. So she goes under. Okay. But that is going to open my third eye. Yeah. So as long as I got my third eye open. Yeah. I'm going to do uh, um <laughs> What are you doing? I'm doing sense vitality. I yeah. want to. I want to diagnose her. Okay. I want to see what's going on with okay. her. So that's perception plus empathy. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Perception plus empathy seven. Okay. 
All right. Does my discerning specialty apply? Yes. Good. Ah! Okay. Hey, cool. So I actually got four successes, which is what I need to diagnose any diseases in the subject's body. Okay. Yes. So as you're doing that, you can suddenly, like, see this map of her. Mm -hmm. You see that her mind is very separate from the rest of her body. Hmm. Her mind is of two minds. It's almost like she has two brains. Right. One brain is very gray. It's very green, gray, Hmm. staticky, and red. Hmm. The other side is violet and vermilion and more more of the same green mm. but it's definitely and it's and it's also staticky so both both of these brains that she contains are staticky mm-hmm. but they're obviously very different yeah her heart looks broken <laughs> she her lungs aren't the best and she doesn't have a uterus mm. Mm. okay that's what you sense I can also see how much uh, blood, she, blood how many blood points she has okay Is she she has normal amount she has a normal amount mm-hmm. all right uh, am I hearing anything from the uh, observers here? All you're hearing is the scritch of <laughs> Dr. Lindgren taking notes. Uh, okay. All right. So I, um, yep, I'll just reach over and get the bag mm-hmm. with the, uh, so. Tell me again what's in there. It's in a little metal container, in like a oh, metal a basin okay. or saucer. Uh, or oh, I gotcha. Okay. Like a little metal medical yes, tray. a tray. A medical tray, yes. There's a scalpel. Yeah. There's gauze. There are scissors. There are, there's medical, medical tape. We already said sure. that. No, you didn't say that. Medical tape, gauze, scissors, a scalpel, rubbing alcohol. Okay. All right. So I'm going to take the scalpel, mm-hmm. and I'm going to open up her wrist mm-hmm. and go to it. All right. I am hungry, mm-hmm. so I'm going to down two blood points straight off All right. and make a self-control roll. All right. Not a botch. <laughs> oh my god. But ooh, that tastes so good. So it's hard I'm for you to gonna, stop. I'm just gonna keep going. Alright. I'm gonna take a third one. Okay. Is Lin is Lindgren doing anything? He's not doing anything, but suddenly you feel these large hands on your yeah. shoulders. Yeah. And Lindgren is right behind them. Alright, I'm gonna spend the willpower to stop. Okay. So I'll just <laughs> mm-hmm. feel like I'm done. I'm done. 
All so right. I, and I'm rubbing my hand over her wrist. Oh, okay. You know, to, to heal the wound. Okay. Um, she looks very pale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of wondering, though. All right. So, so uh, I'm done. I'm done. All right. And the then, hands don't release you. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, good. Perfect. So I'm just, I'm just going to start, I'm just going to start like, you know, like resisting, you know, just be like, let me go, let me go. And I'm going to kind of start making a scene, you know, like, like just thrashing and pulling and, you Okay, know, so one of them listens. Get your meat hooks off of me. Yeah, there you go. Finally. <laughs> so one of them just wholly picks you up. Yeah. And his, his arms are around your shoulders. Yep. And lifts you up off the ground. Yep. That's he's just fine. he's just holding you. All right, so I'm I'm like struggling, I'm thrashing, and what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna make sure that like one of my feet just kicks kicks the side of the bed to send that medical tray flying. It does. It okay. goes flying. All right, so I just I'm making a noise. I'm making okay. a scene. So a nurse comes walking in. Yeah. And he is, you can tell he's not. I mean, he's in nurses, you know, scrubs. Uh huh. Not scrubs, well, but yeah. You know, just like yeah, the yeah. male the, nurse equivalent. The white, the white trousers, white shirt. Yes. Yeah. So he comes in. Yeah. And he looks surprised. He starts to pick up the implements. Mm hmm And tends to the patient. Okay. And turns to the doc and says, get her out of here. <laughs> yeah. And the doctor. <laughs> She's making a scene. So the doctor bristle. You can tell he, he's, I mean, even though you're making a commotion, yeah. you're observing all this too. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. So he kind of, the doc bristles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he says, come along. And so the orderlies take you out of the room. So what are my odds of having a palm to that scalpel? Oh. Hmm. I have subterfuge. What did you do with it when you, after you cut, made the cut? I still had it in my hand. You had it in your hand as you were feeding? Yes. Oh, you did? Oh, very much so, yes. Oh, okay. So subterfuge plus performance. Those are two abilities. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, I, manipulation yeah? okay. plus subterfuge. Plus subterfuge. Sure. Sorry. It's sorry all good. It's all good. It's embarrassing, actually. No, no. I know, I know exactly where that came from. You were thinking subterfuge was manipulation. All right. So I'm spending a point of willpower to get automatic success. All right. What's the difficulty? Six. Excellent. Two more. So three successes. Wow. So, yes, you somehow managed to palm the scalpel without cutting yourself or the orderly. That's right. Where did you put it? <laughs> um, in my cheek and jowl. No, um... I'm just curious where you would actually. Put I was, it on your I body. was, I was thinking about that. Um, I mean, here's the thing with vampires. What? In terms of like pain response. What? I mean, can you just like shove something into your body and just be like, I'm cool, you know? Because no, you're, cause you you're basically a corpse. You are a corpse, but you do feel a certain amount of pain depending yeah. on what the thing is made out of. Right. 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 And right. then also based on what it's actually like, if it's a bullet. Well, see, you're going to feel the bullet. You feel it, except that if you recall, for vampires, bullets count as bashing damage, which means right. you take half damage. From right. It. No, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, hear me out. Okay. So what I'm saying is, you are going to feel the initial like shock. Yeah, of yeah. it being in sure. your person. Sure. 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 But then after that, you don't feel the same residual pain necessarily, right. depending on what it is. All right. So with the scalpel, depends on where you're sticking it. Okay. So. Where do you stick it? <laughs> so this yeah, is freaking me out a little bit. I know it's disgusting. So as I was thrashing around, 
I just, you know, my arms are flailing around. I've got the scalpel palmed. Right. And I'm just going to, like, bring it down hard against the side of my torso and just, you know, jam it right up. You're stabbing it I'm into stabbing your... it into, into my torso, basically. It's not flush with your... Are you going to... Do you have a little knob going on? Maybe a little knob. Yeah. Like a little end that a you little, would be able yeah. to... Okay. <laughs> so. So. Yeah. You do that. So do I take a point of bashing yes. damage? Okay. <laughs> I'll take that as the a... The fact uh, that you didn't puncture your lung is kind of extraordinary. Oh, no. It's down here near my kidneys. Yeah. Yeah. So. Which don't work anymore. I know they they're, don't. They're, they're just the they're size, nothing. The size of dry, dried apricots. So. Yeah. No, that doesn't freak me out. Yeah. <laughs> Actually. Yes. It's going to be interesting. Oh, never mind. Okay. Oh, shit. So, you do this. <laughs> yes. Correct? Yes, I do. And you're... Did you, did you suddenly stop thrashing after the, you've done that? Um, if anything, I think I used the the shock of that impact. Yeah, because that suddenly you're feeling this metal implement in your body. I'm like Vigo Mortensen kicking the orc helmet in uh, Two Towers. I'm going to use the pain. Okay. I'm going to channel it into yeah. my performance. Yes, yes, yes. So I don't, I don't know if you want me to roll expression or yes. not. Yes, yeah, definitely. Expression plus... Manipulation or Man charisma or... No, manipulation. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yep. <laughs> I am going for the Oscar here. Right. I'm going for the Academy Award. Because this is going through your clothing, too. I know it by is. By the way. Difficulty... Seven. Two successes. All right. So you're convincing. <laughs> you're convincing. <laughs> Until you give a commentary and then everybody knows your secret. Yes. But you... <laughs> You, uh, and then they respect you all the more for it. <laughs> we love Vigo. So I think, we like... cast him in something. I know, we have it. I'm saving him for something okay. good. All I right. don't know. Okay. Go on. All right. So you thrash around, and then you calm down, right? Eventually. Uh, yeah, but uh, but I make it natural. I yeah, just, I, you it's know, not like, a no... Not sudden. Yeah, like, I'm just still like... Mm, mm, yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm. You know. Right, right, right. Yeah. And so he's just holding you. Alright. You'll regret this. Are you saying yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Dr. Lingren's just so he's standing in front of you as you're being held up off the floor. Yeah. Like flailing a little bit and struggling. Yeah. 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 And he's just looking at you curiously and then making notes. <laughs> oh. I'm gonna cut his smug face off from his smug skull. Wow, you really <laughs> and fling and fling it like a frisbee over a rainbow. <laughs> you really hate him. I do. So more than I hated Riley, actually. I know. Because at least what, what about what? I think because with Riley, he was obviously a scoundrel and a rogue, uh -huh. and so it was sort of like, hey, what else? You know, that's kind of what's to be expected, right? Mm. But with this guy, this guy dresses. You know what? This guy dresses like in the garb of a of a medical professional. My sire was a medical professional, so she taught me all about the hippopotamus oath and, you know, <laughs> right. everything else, you know, the, the, the moral and ethical obligations that a, that a doctor takes on. And this guy's obviously just some kind of creepy weirdo who's just abducting kindred and canites and, you know, studying them for his own nefarious purposes. Huh. That's that's your interpretation. That is my interpretation. He's the villain, remember? Well, that's in your mind. In yes. my mind, yes. Yeah, he's the villain. In Charlotte's mind. He's the, he's, he's he, the uh, snidely whiplash. He is. He even has a mustache. He even has a mustache. Yep. Okay. 
So that's, I still got a little bit of that child demeanor going on. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. All right. So. Why are you making a dice pool and getting ready to roll it? What is going on? <laughs> you're looking at the computer. You're looking something up. You're counting dice. You're rolling dice. I'm feeling nervous. You're rolling extra dice now. That's not good. Oh wow. Oh, you're you're making press noises. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Not sure what to say about all that. So you're making a fuss. I am making a fuss. And the fuss is dying down. The fuss is dying down. As it's dying down. And after he's done putting his note, you know, taking his notes, he has his clipboard. He's near, like, a desk. Yeah. He sets it on the desk very calmly. Okay. And approaches you. And he's looking up at you, being held by this orderly. Oh, right. Okay. He's not super short, but he's still kind of having to look up at you the, slightly. The orderly's a tall guy. Yes. Okay. And he's looking up at, up at you over his glasses. Okay. With these, like, ice blue eyes. Oh, wow. And his head, he's, he looks genuinely curious. And he is, again, you have that feeling of being overcome by him. His presence. Yeah. Yes. Who he is. Right. You do not my want... My one weakness. You don't want to displease him. He very gently mm. turns your little chin mm. to him, to face him. Okay. And he's holding you gently. He's not okay. holding you right. harshly. Yeah. And he says... You are out of order. And we are here to put you in order. On what authority? Who are you? What is this place? We can talk about that in therapy. But for now, I'm going to ask you to exert some self-control. I know you have some self-control. And he gently, with like two fingers, as he's releasing your chin, two fingers gently taps your the side of your cheek. Mm. And then turns to pick up his clipboard and your okay. file. All right. And he looks at the orderlies and nods. And so they go, you're walking back toward the wing where you came from. Mm-hmm. Although you go into another hallway and he opens up another grated, you know, door and you see that it's another lit hall. There's various rooms. They don't look like they're rooms where people stay in. Mm. And so when you enter into the one that he unlocks, you can tell that it's an examination room of some sort. Oh, shit. It's fairly big. Okay. There's a, um, I don't know how you would describe it, like a medical bed or seat where you would be sitting for medical examination. Okay. There's also a desk there and a chair in front of the desk. Mm. It's a fairly big room. Mm -hmm. And again, there's a window with actually a metal plate over it. Okay. You see there's a couple different implements on a rolly table mm. but they look like the standard just standard hospital implements they don't look like anything special 
Such as? Scalpel, syringes, okay. different things, weird things that hold cotton. Uh, like right. Clamps. Clamps, stuff like that. Okay. Nothing out of the ordinary. No bone saws. No bone saws. <laughs> no drills. No drills, no nails, no stakes. No stakes, yeah. That you can see. What? And <laughs> no holy water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And <laughs> no garlic. This is just getting back at me for the fifth edition playtest, isn't it? I've been, I've been captured by the second Inquisition, haven't I? <laughs> no. <laughs> Go on. So you see him sit at, at this desk. Mm hmm. And there's a couple different stacks. There's books, a couple books, a couple pieces of paper. And he says, Charlotte, please have a seat. And so the orderly just plops you into the chair. <laughs> I feel the scalpel, like, digging in, in, in my... Yes. Yeah, it's just this foreign object. Yeah, it doesn't feel very good. No, it's uncomfortable. But it doesn't, it's not, like, excruciating. Hurt, no. So he has his elbows up on the desk his hands are clasped in front of him yeah and he's looking at you okay then he opens up your file and says charlotte charlotte winchester am i right i'll just keep staring at him he looks up at the orderly and he looks back at you and says i don't want to hurt you we're just here to get everything in line. And your cooperation is essential to that process. And what happens if I don't cooperate? He just stares at you. Whatever you can imagine, just magnify it times 10, at least. So what I imagine actually is being separated from Joe. Okay. You know. Mm-hmm. Having her taken away and uh, and hurt or killed. Right. Dice again. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Stop rolling so well. So he says... You saw what happened to Joe. Why did you do that? I, I didn't do that. I'm telling you, you saw what happened to her. You hurt her. She was not hurt at all. There are methods here. There are therapies we do here. And it's for the betterment of all kindred and kind. He says that in a very offhand way. <laughs> yeah, them too. What do you mean? Therapy. This is, this is an institution. This is a hospital. We're here to help people. I still don't understand. What do you want to know? Why? There is an order to things. There is an order to things, Charlotte, and I don't know what your sire taught you, but what I can tell you is there is an order to us and to kind that must be maintained at any cost. And you may be too young to understand this, 
But when things go awry, many, many layers to our society fall away, and it is chaos. We cannot allow that. And our hospitals in a way to maintain control. So, we are going to do a couple of tests. <laughs> this is a normal assessment that we do with every patient who comes into our hospital. And I'd like you to participate so I can give a clear report. It's been noted that your bite is not normal. It is very abnormal. So he very carefully picks up his pen and starts writing in his notes. Mm-hmm. That's a very abnormal feature for a kindred. How did that come about? I don't know. I don't believe you. He <laughs> smiles wryly. <laughs> Riley? Uh-huh. I'm sure you know, Charlotte. When were you embraced? <clears throat> On my birthday, 1919. Oh, all right. And whereabouts? Providence, Rhode Island. Well, you've come a long way. I have. And it is very important that I be allowed to return to my haven. What haven? You have a haven? Where is it? If you let me out, I'll show you. He just sort of smiles to himself and makes a note. All right. Who is your sire? My sire was a real doctor. My sire took care of people and made them better. Hmm. That's a noble cause. That's my same cause. I am a real doctor. Mm. I'm a psychiatrist. Mm. What was your... Was she a nurse, actually? No, she was a medical doctor. She worked as a medical doctor. So you understand this. I thought you would be a little bit more understanding about this. Oh, I understand perfectly well. I don't know what happened with my teeth, but my sire always told me that it was a sign. It was a good sign. Well, she would. You are a salubri, no? Yes. It's very rare. I think you're the first salubri I've encountered in my own life. And it's an honor. It's an honor. Only in so much as I've never gotten to explore your type. <laughs> God, you know, I'm going to do an aspects reading on this guy. <laughs> Read him for filth. Why? Explore what? your type. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> I'm not the Discovery Channel. That <laughs> <laughs> doesn't exist yet. In the world of darkness. No. No, I got nothing. Really? Yeah. No. I got nothing. Oh, he's hard to read. He is very hard to read. So he's fluorescence, man. 
off. They're screwing with your uh, aspects. All right. So, Charlotte, enough of this talk. Let's do some tests. So we're going to do a very classic test, and you probably know about Well, So what kind of doctor was your sire? A medical doctor, as I told you. Yeah, I'm a medical doctor, too. Mm. Remains to be seen. <laughs> you mutter under your breath? Yeah. Okay, so he he forces himself to kind of smile at you. He says, all right. Okay. So we're going to do a test. Now, you may have heard of this. It's called a Rorschach test. Mm. I'm going to show you some images, and you're going to memorize the image. And once you're done, I'm going to ask you a series of questions about what you saw. And from there, I'll assess your personality. Very well. All right. Here's the first image. Oh, uh-oh. Oh. Oh. Uh, 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 I need a PowerPoint. Okay. There you go. The first image. You got it. Oh. This is the first image. Now, what we're looking at here. Now, okay. So, he's he is silent. He's letting you assess. Okay. Letting you look at it. Okay. How would you... Wait, okay. So, you're looking at this image. Yes. It is a black blotch on a light gray piece of paper. Yes. There are four spaces in the middle. There's a different type of... It's a symmetrical biomorphous blotch. Yes, it is. Okay. So, you're looking at it. I've evaluated it. Charlotte, you're done looking at it. Yes. So, he takes it off of the table... And he turns to his piece of paper. Charlotte, I'm going to read off some descriptions. And I'd like you to pick your first choice and second choice for what you just saw. Okay. So he's just watching you very, you know, very carefully. Yeah. So an army or navy emblem, crumbling cliffs, a bat. Nothing at all. Two people. A pelvis. An x-ray picture. You've seen x-rays before, have you not? Yes. Pinchers of a crab. A dirty mess. A part of your body. Or something not listed here. What's your first choice? My first choice is something not listed. Okay. It is a rabbit. A rabbit. What is your second choice out of those? A pelvis. Pelvis. Okay. So he marks these down. All right. I'm going to show you another image. So he's just very... Mm-hmm. I mean, he is a pro. He's a real pro. He's a real pro. He's a real pro. Ooh, color this time. So there's color at the top. Looks orange. Orange at the top and bottom of a strange black blotch in the middle. Again, a symmetric biomorphous shape. Yes. Okay. So you're observing it? I got it. Okay. Thank you. Alright, Charlotte. <laughs> it is two elephants high-fiving each other. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's one of the options. Yeah, let's find out. Okay, so again, same as the first question, Charlotte. I need you to give me your first choice and then your second choice out of this list of descriptors. Very well. Okay. Yeah, 
Well, let's. Lazy, uh, lazy dog barking. Yes. All right. Lazy. It's still in my brain. I'm good. A bug somebody stepped on. Nothing at all. Two Scotty dogs. Have you seen a Scotty dog, Charlotte? Do you know what those are? Of course I know what those are. Little faces on the sides. A bloody spinal column. A white top. A bursting bomb. Two elephants. Two clowns. Black and red. Or something not listed here. What's your first choice, Charlotte? It looks like two elephants touching trunks. What's your second choice? A smashed bug. Smashed bug. Let me see. Thank you. Alright. We have another one here. Again, there is color. Black blotch. Huh. Please memorize the image. Okay. You're done? Alright, moving on to the questions. You know how it works by now. What did you see? Two birds, meat in a butcher shop, two men, a part of your body, red and black, a colored butterfly, spots of blood and paint, monkeys hanging by their tails, a red bow tie, nothing at all, or something not listed here. It's two witches stirring a cauldron. What's your second choice? Monkeys. <laughs> Monkeys. Very good. All right. One more, I think. Please memorize this image, Charlotte. Very well. A head of an animal. Lungs and chest, a nasty mess, a pair of boots, black smoke and dirt, nothing at all, a man in a fur coat, an animal skin, a big gorilla, an x-ray picture, something not listed here. An animal skin. And boots. Boots. Okay. All right. Thank you very much, Charlotte. I appreciate that. There are many more of these. And in fact, I'd be entertained to just do this, do this with you all night. <laughs> but alas. Well, Charlotte... I'll have to say that I find it fascinating that you actually selected none of the options that people who are psychologically disturbed choose when taking this test. Well, that's certainly reassuring. Yes, it is. So you see him taking some notes. <laughs> Charlotte, I just have a couple more questions for you. I have another test to give you. This is something we give to everybody as they enter into our institution for treatment. 
feeling increasingly agitated because, really? I, because I've been separated from Joe for so long. Okay, feeling itchy. Yeah, so I'm <clears throat> kind of shifting in my seat a little bit. Are you comfortable, my dear? I'm fine. Let's just get this over with. Okay. This is a test to see, well, I wouldn't, I don't want to give it away, but I'm going to ask you a, a string of questions and I'd like you to answer them. Um, on a scale of never, rarely, occasionally, often, or very often. Okay. I use my hands and arms to gesture while talking to people. Often. I touch others on the shoulder or arm while talking to them. Often. I use a monotone or dull voice while talking to people. Wait, what was the scale? Never? Never, rarely, rarely. occasionally, often, very often. Rarely. Only when I don't like somebody. Oh, like you're doing right now. That's right. I look over or away from others while talking to them. Rarely. I move away from others when they touch me while we are talking. Never. I have a relaxed body position when I talk to people. Often. I frown while talking to people. Rarely. I avoid eye contact while talking to people. Rarely. I have a tense body position while talking to people. Rarely. I sit close or stand close to people while talking with them. Often. My voice is monotonous or dull when I talk to people. Never. I use a variety of vocal expressions when I talk to people. Often. I gesture when I talk to people. Often. I am animated when I talk to people. Often. I have a bland facial expression when I talk to people. Rarely. I move closer to people when I talk to them. Often. I look directly at people while talking to them. Often. I am stiff when I talk to people. Rarely. I have a lot of vocal variety when I talk to people. Often. I avoid gesturing when talking to people. Rarely. I lean toward people when I talk to them. Often. I maintain eye contact with people when I talk to them. Often. I try not to sit or stand close to people when I talk with them. Rarely. I lean away from people when I talk to them. Rarely. I smile when I talk to people. Often. I avoid touching people when I talk to them. Rarely. Okay. Thank you for answering those questions. Let's see here. So I'm looking at this assessment, Charlotte. Hmm. Well, you've actually scored above average for nonverbal immediacy. Interesting. Cheers. Did you say that? Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right. So he looks at you when you say that, uh -huh. just kind of blankly. Okay. And says, fair enough. Well, I don't want to bombard you with too many tests tonight. There's still a lot more that you need to see in this facility in order to feel comfortable. So I'm going to take you on a tour here. So he leads you out of the room. Oh, Lord. What? <laughs> no, keep going. Keep going. I'm just, I'm just playing my... Uh, my you know, impatience with getting back to Joe. Okay. So you should feel a little happy because you're going in the direction of the true. iron door and the wing. Very true. Very true. So he opens it up. 
And you see the the hallway is illuminated still. Mm -hmm. You see a couple people milling around, or figures, milling around in the hallway. Okay. You can also see, as Dr. Lindgren is taking you down the hall, that your wing actually extends into a couple different little rec rooms. Hmm. And all of them are shielded from their... All the windows are shielded either by metal right. grates or right. they're ju- they've just been paved paved <laughs> um, blocked up blocked over yeah covered yeah so okay. he's taking you and you see there are people in the rec room you see there's a television on mm-hmm. you see that there is also places where people can work on projects so you see some people working on puzzles you see there are people who are drawing. Okay. You see a variety of people in these rooms. Okay. You also see some signs up at the top of the ceiling that shows, like, um, there are different directions. It says, okay. like, to the main wing. Right. Bowling alley. Bowling alley. Gardens. <laughs> hey, I could get to like this place. <laughs> One of them says gardens. Yeah. Another one says uh, emergency exit. There's just different signs. In the room, I want you to make a perception plus alertness. Okay. First thing I'm going to do is uh, auspects it just for the general vibe. Okay. And yeah. like these people are in here. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay. Um, goddamn fluorescence. Uh-oh. <laughs> Difficulty six? No, it's eight for auspects. Uh-oh, eight. And, uh, yeah, that's why it's so hard to do. But perception plus alertness, you say? Yeah. Okay, that should be easier. Difficulty six. Mm-hmm. Uh, discerning apply. My discerning specialty. Remind me again what that does. Well, it's just it's just any time I'm making a role that involves perception. Mm-hmm. If what I'm trying to perceive is falling under the umbrella of my specialty of discerning so if i'm discerning something or if i'm being discerning then why would you want to discern these patients no no this isn't aspects you said you wanted me to make a perception plus awareness oh yeah i know so i'm just asking the reason why you asked me to do that would that fall under the umbrella of discerning no that's fine i thought discernment was mostly for victims or uh, to me, discerning is like picking out um, subtle but significant details. Okay, that's or, fine. Then, yeah. All right, then let's use that. Okay. All right. Subtle but significant details. In that case, I got two tens. And so that's three successes altogether. Great. Yes. So you're scanning each of these rooms. Yeah. You can't really detect any auras. The light right. is odd. Throw me off. Yeah, you're not really used to that. You see, as you go into each room, you see a couple different things that stand out. Some of those things being... (laughs) You see a couple familiar faces. Oh, what? Oh, yeah, okay. I guess I would, wouldn't I? You see... Well, you see Riley. Okay. He looks fairly chastened. Yeah. And he's moving very slowly. (laughs) Okay. He's just watching television. Hmm. All right. You see this paunchy-looking middle-aged man with thick-rimmed glasses, balding. He looks like the man who you attacked in the street. 
And I'm not even kidding. Uh, I'm not joking. Okay. All right. He's working on a puzzle. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. This is freaking my shit out. Go on. <laughs> As you're in another room, you see there are these two young men who aren't pale at all. Mm. One of them has sort of chin length, kind of wavy blonde hair, mm. dark brown eyes. Mm. He's very handsome. Mm -hmm. And he's tall. And you see another young man who has very um, coppery looking skin, mm. dark, dark brown eyes to the point of being almost black, mm -hmm. and two long braids. Mm. And he's he's about the same height as the other guy. They're both very young. Mm. And they're playing chess. Mm. And they're, they see, there's something wild about them. You can't really put your finger on. There's something wild about them. Okay. They're, they seem barely contained. Mm. Even though they're pl calmly playing this game of chess with each other and enjoying mm. each other's company quite a mm. bit. Mm. You see in this other room, there's a woman. And you could swear it's Rose Thorn. Wow, okay. Her hair looks different. And she is in this, like, beautiful negligee. She's not wearing what the other patients are wearing. But she's wearing this negligee and robe. And, like, a scarf around her hair. Mm. She's... Her feet are up. She's just enjoying herself. Mm -hmm. She's reading a magazine. She looks perfectly comfortable and happy. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. So he's showing you each of these rooms and says, these are our recreation rooms. You can feel free to move around here every night. We have activities that we plan. There's also a bowling alley. So if you want to go bowling, we have that here too. But let me take you back to your room because I feels like you're anxious to get back there. I'll just give a very curt nod. Okay. As you're turning away, one of the young men look up at you. The chess players? Mm-hmm. Okay. The one with the blonde hair. Okay. And he's sort of staring at you. And then you are escorted away from the door. Did I ingest any psychedelic mushrooms at any point? <laughs> no. Over the last four It depends hours. on the medication that girl was on. <laughs> That's a good point, actually. <laughs> you may have some lithium in your system. I, I may. But that would reduce your hallucinations. That's true. You'd That's feel true. very steady. That's true. So, you huh. are walking towards your... <laughs> All right, go on. You're like, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm like, not sure if dreaming <laughs> or real. <laughs> so... Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> so you get to your door and Dr. Lindgren says, oh, here's our stop. So he unlocks the door. Yeah. 
and he says, you have to understand, I have to keep you under lock and key, at least for the first 48 hours here. But otherwise, you'll be free to roam soon. Of course And he, he gently, like, pushes you, yeah. your, like, the yeah. middle of your back. <laughs> in you go. Yeah. <laughs> Bundles me in there. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. And he says, is there anything else? Is Joe in there? She is. I, I'm not even paying attention to him. Okay, so you immediately right go to her. Yeah. So he nods and closes the door, and you hear it lock. He nods as if he understands. <laughs> you hate him so much. So, so you're back with Joe. I am. There she is. She looks a little better Good. than she did before. Is she just sitting on the bed, or what's going on? Um, she's actually in a. You've seen her do this before in the caravan. She gets into this like meditative sitting pose mm, okay and like a yogi similar uh-huh. and her hands are her the the backs of her hands are resting on her knees mm. her palms are open wow. her eyes are closed and she's just in some other zone if you want to aspects her you could i sure do I realize she was so more physical <laughs> she can't be from time to time <laughs> She's been known to be. Mm-hmm. Um, not enough. Okay. I got one success, so <laughs> she's a vampire. <laughs> no, sure yes. not. No. So even even uh, even in here with the damp those damn fluorescents. You think that I love I love that actually. Yeah, it's, it's, you know it's, it's a great it's explanation. Funny. Yeah. And once once my dice luck turns around, I, get, I need to put these back in salt, obviously. But once my dice luck turns around, <laughs> obviously, obviously. All right. <laughs> oh, I've been a fool. I didn't I didn't put my dice in a bowl of salt overnight. What an idiot I am. You haven't been training them. I haven't. That too. That too. <laughs> Shut up. Shut your okay. Mouth. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> if you used game science dice, you'd always have accurate dice readings. So I zip over to the uh, to the bed. Yeah. And I like you know I'm like uh, just getting down on my knees at the bed's edge and you know just looking up at her. Mm-hmm. You know, like just so relieved to finally be in her presence again. I'm mm-hmm. just staring up at her. But I'm not saying anything because I don't want to disturb her. Okay. All right. But I'm happy just to look. Yeah. Yeah. Put my elbow on the edge of the bed. Oh. (laughs) You're happy. I'm happy. Okay. So, she sits there for quite some time. Mm. And she, her eyes flick open. She looks a little wide-eyed. And she looks down and says, You're back. Yes. You were gone for a while. I know. It was forever. Well. I'm sorry. It wasn't, but... So what did you see? It's a hospital, all right. Hmm. They have a bowling alley. Really? Yes. Ooh. And that would be fun. Rec rooms. They said that we can walk around after 48 hours. Hmm. How long have we been here? Like at least 10 years, right? I think so. 10 years. Well, then we should be able to leave right now. You'd think so, but he locked the door. Hmm. We'll have to I talk to them. I need a key. I need to get a key. I have this. So I reached down. <laughs> oh, all right. Wait a minute. 
Okay, so you're trying to remove it. Yes. Blood is gonna come out. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to think of how much and if you'll be able to stop the bleeding. So, what do you do? <laughs> That's a very Tim Heidecker face you just made. Oh. <laughs> Can I make a deck? <laughs> How embarrassing! Can I make the the first ever dexterity plus medicine roll in the history of storytellers? Yes, yes. Let's right. do it. All right. <laughs> I'm sure other people have made dex plus medicine. No, you're probably right. I'm sure they've been performing all types of fucked up surgeries. That's right. Yeah, if you're a simishi, you're making dex mm-hmm. plus medicine on the rig. Mm-hmm. Uh, difficulty six or mm-hmm. yeah. okay. So I got two. Hmm. All right. So you pull out the scalpel. Yeah. Some blood ejects out of your, yeah, launches yeah, out of your, spurts. Like a, like, a fount, like a fountain pen. Yeah, yeah. spurts out of yeah. your body. Yeah. And it sort of stops, but yeah. it's still bleeding a little bit. Yeah, sure. I mean, I'll, I'll, put, I'll, I'll pull it out with one, with one hand and then transfer the scalpel to the other hand and then put my hand back, you know, apply, Close it. apply pressure mm-hmm. uh, for whatever good that does. Yeah. But then I, like, hold up the bloody scalpel <laughs> unless it's turned into a key. Why would it have done that? Because this is a very dreamlike. It does place. not turn into a key. All right. No, sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just. I'm wondering if I'm having like a really weird dream thing, dream vision. Um. All right. So I hold up the bloody scalpel. I got a key. Oh, you need that to feed. You can't break it on the door, the door lock. That's true. And I offer it to her. You want to lick it off? No. She no. turns her nose up at it. Oh, I'm all disappointed. Oh. She pats you on the head. Thanks for thinking of me, though. Nod. How are we going to get out of here? I don't want to be here. I don't either. That doctor, I don't know about him. Which one? Lindgren. I didn't see him. It's the one with the mustache. Well, yeah, from yesterday, but... Uh-huh. I didn't... He didn't talk to me. He may be next. I don't know. I don't think so. I saw another doctor. She's brown hair. Yeah? I don't know what her name is. She's really scary. Oh, no. I, what, that's what I do remember. And she grabs you by the shoulder suddenly. Yeah. Angry. Yeah. Why did you make me remember that? And she pushes you away. I'm sorry. She just curls away and she is essentially like hugging the wall just sitting on the bed and just hugging like getting close to the wall okay I'll protect you I'll make sure she never comes back you're a little girl you can't do that you'd be surprised what I can do you're so little you're so little so she just is kind of out of it all right so what I've been trying to find in the index here. <laughs> yeah, what? If, okay. You've so seen, what, you've seen me peeking. What kind of plan are you trying to hatch? I want to find out how to force myself to stay awake. Okay. Oh, here we go. Waking up. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I said it out loud, I've been looking at this goddamn index for the last fifteen oh, minutes. Oh wow! All right. That's great. You haven't been paying attention to any of my descriptions. Yeah. So I'm. Uh, we're uh, we're in Riley's sideshow, right? Is that what you're saying? No, Wrong. 
That's that's the problem. Is I have been paying attention, <laughs> so it was preventing me from actually, uh, yeah, noticing something. Okay, so awakening. Vampire disturbed in his haven while the sun is in the sky may roll perception plus aspects rating if the vampire has it. Versus difficulty eight to notice the disturbance. Upon stirring, the vampire must make a humanity roll. Difficulty eight. Each success allows the vampire to act for one turn. Hmm. Five successes mean the vampire is completely awake for the entire scene. Hmm. Failure indicates the vampire slips back into slumber but may make the perception roll to reawaken if circumstances allow. A botch means the vampire falls into deep sleep and will not awaken until sundown. Hmm. Uh, while active during the day, the vampire may have no more dice in any dice pool than his humanity or path rating. Hmm. Okay, so that's that. Um... Basically, my intention with the next day is I'm going to position myself on Joe's bed again. I'm going to have the scalpel palmed. Okay. <laughs> Don't look so Go shocked. on. Go on. <laughs> Go on. Yeah. As the opera glasses come up. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> um, Do tell. Yes. And then if anyone comes in the room, i.e. a disturbance... I'm going to make that perception plus aspects roll, which okay. I've got a pretty good chance yeah, of. That's definitely. a six dice pool yeah, there. Yeah, that's pretty, that's substantial. And then I'm just going to try to wake myself up. <laughs> and just, you know, <laughs> stay awake, you know. Like, so, except that, no, I'm not, I'm not going to like totally, you know, basically what, I, what I'm going to do is flick an eye open and see who's coming in and see what they're going to do. Okay. And if they try and like pull any stunts, yeah, I'm going to try and get the drop on them. Okay. Okay. All right. That's that's totally fine. All right. So. So you're talking. You're okay. or you're sad. I'm you're sad. sad. I'm sad. She's sad. It's an awkward silence. Yeah. But I've got my plan. Yeah. So you're I feeling know. like, oh, I, I got know. this. Actions, not words. Right. Right. Deeds, not intentions. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. Time passes. Yep. The night passes. Eventually, you know, after a suitable amount of time has passed, I'll cross through over the room and get into the bed with her. Okay. And just start kind of saying soothing words. Like what? Just, it's okay. You don't have to worry. I'll protect you. Okay. You'll be okay. Etc. All right. So she, she calms down a little bit. Mm-hmm. And... You may notice that the light is edging around the metal plate again. Mm-hmm. Starting to get brighter and brighter and brighter. Okay. What do you do? So, as I'm kind of soothing her, mm-hmm. I'll sit with my back against the wall, legs crossed, and just kind of make a little pillow out of my lap. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think I'll take the pillow and put it on my lap, mm-hmm. scalpel under the pillow. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of underneath my crossed legs mm-hmm. you know and I'll just kind of get her to lay her head down on the pillow okay and I'll just keep saying soothing words she's gonna she's gonna uh, drop off before I do as I know no she'll drop off yeah really yeah because if you have a lower humanity your windows narrow oh, just so narrow. you wake up later and then you Fall sleep sleeper. earlier oh, okay yeah. yeah so that's what I yeah okay so uh you know, as she as she drops off, I'll make sure that she's got her, you know, head on the pillow. Okay. Scalpel's position. Mm-hmm. And, and then you start to feel mm-hmm. yourself 
fading away. Looming there. Yep. All right. So, perception plus. <laughs> what was Os- the? Aspects. Aspects, yeah. All right. Difficulty six. Okay, yeah. Ho, 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 ho. <laughs> ho, ho. Ho. Uh, would my discernment uh, apply in this? Yes. Okay. Uh, five successes. Whoa! <laughs> All right. No one messes with my regnant. Mm-mm. No one gets between me and my regnant. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, So, I am disturbed. You are. All right. You hear the door unlocking. Okay. You hear the lock turning. You hear the knob. Ever so slightly. And then then a hand under the pillow Mm -hmm. to find the cold steel Mm -hmm. of the scalpel. All right. So, the lock turns. The knob turns. The Mm -hmm. door opens. Okay. There's the fluorescent light from the hallway beaming into the room. Mm-hmm. And you're laying there with your eye half open, right? Like kind of... I'm, I'm leaning back against the wall. Mm-hmm. Chin tucked down on my chest, but right. eye half open. Okay. Humanity roll? Yes. Uh, okay. There we go. Mm-hmm. Um, one, two, three... Four, five. Wow. So that happens. <laughs> five out of seven. That's crazy. That's great. On uh, difficulty eight. That was so all eights, nines, and tens. <laughs> so standing in the doorway. And no ones. Alright. Yes, no go. ones, and yeah. No ones. Standing in the doorway is a only slightly familiar frame hmm. of a of a thing. A what? Looks like a Beast. Oh. Looks like a wolfman. Oh shit. Looks like something stretched out, part wolf, part human. Wow. Standing there. That's terrifying. Looking at you with glowing gold eyes. Glowing gold eyes. Oh shit. And you say it's slightly familiar? Mm-hmm. <sighs> huh. Alright, I'm gonna wait to see what it does. It bears its teeth at you. Okay. But it seems like it's smiling at you. Alright. And you suddenly hear a voice in your head. And it says, I know what you are. And we gotta get you out of here. <laughs> That's. <laughs> If I'm going to hear a voice in my head, that's what I want to hear. <laughs> wow. So you hear it breathing. It's just, it's this ragged, strange breathing. And it's sort of like, it's like it's sniffing the air. And then it sort of does this like, <coughs> coughing. <laughs> okay. Of like, almost retching. Huh. After sniffing. Okay. And then, as quickly as it appeared, it turns from the frame, and the door closes like, like a automatic door, oh. like just closes and locks. Wow. I'm s- I'm still not entirely convinced that I'm dreaming this. Whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> All 
mean, so Joe kudos, mumbles. Kudos, by the way. <laughs> Joe kudos. mumbles. Great. Yes. Joe mumbles. Okay. Uh, cheesecake. <laughs> cheesecake. <laughs> This whole thing is taking a rather lynchian turn. <laughs> Yay. I didn't say the linoleum had like a, a chevron pattern. Right. <laughs> yes, oh, of And course. it's like a red curtain appears I out of fucking nowhere. Trap, huke, sip. <laughs> All right. So. so that happens. All right. All right. And I'm going to give you, since you scored so well. Yes. When that, when that thing appeared... Its aura was so bright. Like, unlike, like, you've been mm, seeing pale, mm, blotchy. Mm, mm. Suddenly you're seeing this vibrant, bright aura. Okay. It has a couple different colors going on. And mainly the color is yellow. Gold, Idealistic. Gold. Spiritual. And Violet. Excited. <laughs> but it's, there's, it's such a vivid color. Yeah. It's so vivid. Would you dare say psychedelic? Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. All right. I'm definitely tripping balls. <laughs> what was that girl taking? That's right. Or was she not taking anything? Oh, shit. Am I still in Riley's caravan right now? Oh, man. All right. It's hard to know. It is hard to know. Okay. Yeah. I'm seeing it. I'll bet that each one of our doctors is an individualized construct based on our own inner (laughs) somethings or others. Because Joe saw a totally different person and it scared her. My guy is just kind of like very clinical. So why is that? Well, you didn't get the full story from Joe. No. Or did you? I... <laughs> oh, man. My head's spinning. Uh-oh. Anyway. The day passes aside from that vision. Okay. Well, so it's up to you to decide where the scene ends, and that's where my that's where I go back to to sleepy times. So it could be the whole day, or it could be as soon as that door closes. As soon as the door closes. All right. So the heaviness mm-hmm. overtakes me. It again. overtakes you again, like a, a wave. Yeah. Crashing. You know, crashing onto the shore yes. and pulls you back into. You're All like right. a little sand crab getting pulled back into the water. Oh. All right. So, day passes. Nothing else disturbs me? Nothing else disturbs you. Joe doesn't move. (laughs) To my knowledge. To your knowledge. And it is night again. It's 445. Okay. And it's a new day. A new night. Yep, it's a new night. You are 11 days away from your goal. Yes, I know. Oh, shit. Right. (laughs) Okay. Joe has invented the concept for the cheesecake factory while she's <laughs> she's just she's watching a you know a blast from the future <laughs> of a Golden Girls episode. <laughs> so I had this dream of a factory full of cheesecakes. Ooh. Anyway, um, what a prank! Oh my what gosh. if I just made the whole restaurant about that? Oh my god! Stop. <laughs> 
So, so the night. Oh god! All right, go. The on. night begins. Yes. And it's been forty-eight hours. It has been forty-eight mm-hmm. hours. You're quite right. Also, so, I lose a blood point and regain willpower. The door unlocks. Okay. And in the doorway that you remember from last night, <laughs> the door frame looks the same. There are two docs standing there. One is Dr. Lindgren, and the other is a petite brunette woman with big brown eyes. Damn, so much for my theory. What? I said so much for my theory. What theory? Well, I thought that there was only one, like, quote-unquote doctor, oh. but they took on a different aspect for each person. <laughs> you know? I, no, I'm making it harder on myself. It's two different NPCs. <laughs> so. Are they going to start having a conversation with each other? Maybe they will. Oh, Great. Dear. So, they're both standing there staring at you. The woman looks very beautiful. She looks very professional. Just completely classy. Okay. Joe startles awake when she hears the door open. Yep. And she almost moves all the way to the end of her bed. Mm. And she looks terror-stricken. She looks terrified. Okay. And the brunette doctor, the lady doctor. Lady doctor. Doctor. She smiles to herself as she walks in the room. And she has like a slight, like a slight accent. Like uh-huh. Spanish, just like Marguerite has a slight French uh-huh. intonation yeah. to her phrasing, yeah. to different different vowels. Okay. Slightly Spanish. <laughs> it's like to the point where it's like you kind of forget about it, and then she pronounces a Spanish word like super perfectly, perfectly. like "gova rubias." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so right. she she says, "Oh, good evening, Joe. You're looking better than the night before." So I'm, like, staring daggers at her. Oh. She turns her gaze on, on you. I've, I've gotten up on my knees. Uh-huh. I, I push the pillow back behind me. You know, like, not, not obviously. But, you know, it's kind of <laughs> right. push it back because it has the scalpel under it. Uh-huh. So I'm just moving it back. Okay. You know. Okay. Still within reach. All right. But I'm just like, and, yeah, I, and I'm, rolling, right. I'm rolling manipulation plus subterfuge. Okay. To, so uh, roll it. Difficulty, difficulty seven. Zero successes. Can I retroactively spend a point of willpower? Nope. Yeah, so it's totally obvious. Right. Like, why did she just move that pillow? Right. So Dr. Lindgren, he's looking at his notes. Mm-hmm. He doesn't see that. But okay. this other doctor. Yeah. She, Her eyes dart to the pillow. So I'm going to get her attention back. I'll just feel like, you stay away from Joe. <laughs> you say that? Yeah. So she's looking at you. She looks a little taken aback. Yeah. And who might you be? <laughs> I look at the I look at Lindgren and I'm like, Charlotte Winchester. Yes. He says, Oh yes, yes. It's and just... I don't say it's a pleasure to meet you. Oh shit. So <laughs> Lindgren says, Yes, this is Charlotte. I told you about her. Doctor Palacio. Palacio. P L A. A, wait, P-L-A. P-L-A-C-I-O. Uh-huh. Palacio. She says, oh, yes, Joe mentioned you a couple times while I was treating her. Treating her? I saw mm. how you treated her. She Whatever. told me all about it. And she looks, she says, that's a lie. This little girl's a liar. And Dr. Lindgren just... 
furrows his perfect ooh, brow ooh, ooh. again. Auspexing, auspexing. And just, um, just kind of tilts his head to the side, like, okay, like that's your opinion. Yeah. This is my patient. Oh, here we go. Fucking finally. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh shit. Does discerning uh, apply with auspex? Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd say certainly. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, five successes. Hmm. So it's another pale aura. Okay, as I suspected. Mm-hmm. There is an element of light green. Distrustful. Mm-hmm. Dark green. Envious. And and that lavender, lavender going on too. Lavender conservative. Mm-hmm. What would be the main color? Main color is lavender. light. No, it's light green. Light green, distrustful. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So distrustful with a little bit of conservative enviousness. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Is there any shifting happening? Is it shifting between no. anything? No. No. She's, she's pretty, pretty set Solid. in her, yeah. in her feelings. Yeah, it's pale. All right. All right. Very good. Very good. So she says that about you and... Yeah, that I'm a liar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I still had the child demeanor, I'd be like, takes one to no one. So... But no... I've grown beyond such petty insults. Oh, I'm sure you have not. So, so anyway. I'm sure you have not. <laughs> so, she's looking at you, scrutinizing you. Okay. And let's see here. Bring it on, Palacio. <laughs> see what you've got. Dear. Uh-oh. <laughs> she pulls your skeleton out of your body. <laughs> just the whole thing, like a fish skeleton, just whoosh, right out. <laughs> like a fish skeleton. <laughs> just right out. <laughs> like a heat cliff. Yep. <laughs> so she's just staring at you with these brown orbs. Mm. Deep in... It's just... It's like she's seeing everything. And she says, And a Diablerus to boot. I'm afraid for my patient, Dr. Lindgren. If this one is Diablerized before, she'll do it again. And he, again, the head tilt. This is my patient. (laughs) He says, I will tend to her. I saw that too. Damn, they're perceptive. Mm-hmm. So they're both just sort of looking at both of you. <laughs> and so how, how's Joe doing? She's shivering. She's like shaking. All right. So I'm gonna move over a little bit and just again sort of interpose myself physically. You know, not not you know not like throwing my arms out or anything like that. Yeah. But just like I'm you know. I want her to see that I'm between her and this this doctor. Okay. This lady doctor. Right. So they're both looking at you, and Dr. Lindgren looks over his glasses and says, Well, the reason we came in here was to let you know that you are free to use the recreation rooms 
and the other parts of the facility in this wing. You are never to leave this wing. If you leave during the day, I'm afraid that, well, just outside that door is something you really wouldn't want to encounter. You saw how many windows are in that hall, just for your own sake. And just for what we're trying to accomplish here, please try to remain calm, organized, and just be in your place. He's all about that, sort of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, Dr. Palacio says, I'll see you later, Joe. And she walks away. Okay. And Joe sort of buries her face in your shoulder somehow. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you were. Were you set up? Back, back of my shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. So, Dr. Lindgren looks at you and says, well, Charlotte, I... Based on your personality tests and other things, you're free to roam around today, as I mentioned. But we will be starting treatment tomorrow evening. Treatment? Mm-hmm. What does that mean? We just want to make sure that you are as healthy as possible before discharging you. Healthy? Yes. I haven't been to a doctor in nearly 50 years. Oh, <laughs> you have a lot to learn. Anyway, you're free to roam. I'll see you tomorrow evening. So he walks out of the room. And the door's open. Okay. Now look. <laughs> so I turn to Joe. Are you okay? Is she gone? She's gone. Oh, God. See here. What? During the day, something came and visited the room. What? I don't know what it was. Was it the doctor? Was it no, my doctor? It was a strange apparition. It was... What? It was like a beast. Yeah? Like from Beauty and the Beast. Uh-huh. But... It wasn't threatening somehow. That doctor... Like the beast. That doctor was more threatening than this beast was. And it said that it needed to get us out of here. Really? Yes. So we have That's an ally. We have an ally. I just don't know. I don't know. Are they a patient here? I haven't, I haven't seen anything. Was it Lobo? I don't think so. It wasn't. No. No, no. no it, 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 was, it was far furrier than Lobo. Hmm. Furrier than Lobo. And, and large and... Lobo's pretty big. Wolf-like. Yeah, Lobo's wolf-like. But it wasn't Lobo, you said. No, it no, I, 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 I... Can she, can she read auras? Have we established mm-hmm. Its aura was... friendly, helpful, mm-hmm. and so vibrant. I've never seen anything like it. Mm. I don't think it was even a canite. So she starts to get... A really scared look on her face. (laughs) And she says, Why would it want to help us? What what was it? What was it? And so she's holding your shoulders again, (laughs) like shaking you like, What was it? Yeah, yeah. So then her voice uh, is getting really agitated. Okay, all right. And an orderly comes into the door. We're good. good. (laughs) And says, Is everything okay? We're fine. We're fine. Do I need to get Dr. Palacio? No. 
We're fine, aren't we, Joe? We're fine. We're fine. We're fine. Everything's fine. We're, we're good. We're gonna go. We're gonna go do a puzzle now. Yes, we were just trying Bye. trying to remember the name of the puzzle. Well, he we says saw. you don't have any puzzles in your rooms, but if you want some, they're in rec room number one. So. Well, oh, let's let's go look at the puzzles, Joe. Maybe we'll remember when we see the boxes. Yes, yes, the boxes. Let's go. Let's yes. let's go look at that. La, la, Thank la. you. Bye. Holding hands. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so you head out of the thing into the hallway. Uh-huh. Out of the thing. Out of the room. <laughs> the thing. Head out of thing. Uh, um, into the hall. <laughs> yes. The lights on. Again, you see the other, you know, uh, rooms. The doors are open. Mm-hmm. You see some that are closed. Again, you hear like the muffled talking, or you hear some strange laughter. Mm. Yeah, or you hear some kind of thumping or banging mm. against the the door. Mm. So Joe says, "I wonder where Lobo is." I saw Riley last night. You did? Maybe we can find him. Yeah, yeah, let's go look for him. Okay. So you're you're sort of arm in arm, I think. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Making your way slowly down the hallway, kind of shuffling a little bit. Let's see. And so you're heading down the hall. Just uh, real quick here. I am five foot two and a half. Mm-hmm. How much taller than me is she? Just out of curiosity. Oh, she's about five seven. Oh, okay. Go on. So you're you're holding on to each other. Yep. And heading toward the rec room. Uh, the rec room where I saw Riley. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So you're in this rec room. You can uh-huh. see there's, you see the middle-aged balding <laughs> dude with glasses. He's yeah. working on a puzzle still. Okay. <laughs> Same puzzle from last night. Uh huh. The television is on, and it's just on some random channel nobody's watching it okay you see you may remember this person from rose thorn's funeral the very tall ping dog expression Hmm. feathery hair yeah man yeah the one that i spoke to Mm -hmm. and he's looking out the window there's a window but it's covered with a grate Okay. Are there like visible shutters or is this just during the day this would be filled with daylight? During the day it'd be filled with daylight. Okay. No sign of Riley. Nope. Not in this one. And so the middle aged man looks up from his puzzle when he mm. sees you too. Mm. <laughs> awkward. And he looks at Joe. Yeah. And then his eyes go to you. Yeah. Making direct eye contact with you. Yeah. And is it definitely the guy I attacked? It's definitely the man you attacked in the street. <laughs> and he raises his arm and he's pointing at you. It's you. It was you. You're the little girl who attacked me in the street. He says very loudly. <laughs> Small world, eh? <laughs> <laughs> That's what you say? Yeah. And then he... he He's disarmed by that. Yeah. And says, Well, I know all about you now. I know all about this. I know why you attacked me. I was chosen. You chose me. So he he walks up. Yeah. And he it looks like he wants to embrace you. Uh-huh. Like hug you. Yeah, yeah. And an orderly sort of steps in and says, What's going on in here? 
he's like, oh, nothing, just just being friendly to our new neighbors. That's all. Just just being friendly. I'm minding my P's and Q's. Thank you. Thank you. And he heads back to his puzzle. And he looks back at you and he says, thank you. Thank you. And then he just focuses back on making sure those edges, uh-huh. that he gets the edge of the, the puzzle getting, done getting first. The corner pieces. That's right. So with that commotion, the, the man at the window turns. Yeah. And looks at you and Joe and sort of looks at you like mm. you're familiar. Vaguely familiar. Yeah. yeah. And then turns away and just goes back to staring outside. So I'll turn to Joe and I say, um, I just, I want a couple words with the man at the window. Just, hmm? just one minute, one minute. I'm going to watch some TV. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So she heads to the television and starts and just starts annoyingly just like. <laughs> flipping it like, <laughs> like she won't stay at any one channel yeah. long enough yeah she's yeah. she wants more like wants to play with the dial than uh-huh. anything else she's uh-huh. like, this is great yeah so. yeah <laughs> like there's a uh, track on pink floyd's the wall album that's like that. yeah it's just flipping <laughs> and you just hear these little snitches of yeah you know, sound mm-hmm. um okay so i i head over to the window mm-hmm. and i just walk up to the window and i'm just looking out <laughs> okay you know so the, there's a little bit of moonlight coming in to excellent, the window excellent yes what's this landscape look like it's uh you see the lawn mm-hmm. which you remember driving up and seeing yeah yeah the moon is almost completely full Mm. It's the 14th. Okay. The moon's almost completely full, so it's illuminating most of the grounds mm-hmm. in this, like, navy, indigo, heavy night. Okay. The sky is clear, what you can see from through the grate. Yeah. There's some trees on campus. They're well-established trees. Are and there again, any, like, uh, like artificial floodlights, you know, like lawn, lawn lights or anything? Yeah, there's a couple of lights uh, leading up to... There's like a path that's that's comes that mm. looks like it's coming into the building. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so that's just what he's looking at. What what about the landscape beyond? Is it just hills? It's and, hills. Uh-huh. And there's you see a couple little specks of light okay. in the distance, but not much. But it's fairly open. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. There's some kind of building or settlement out in that direction. Yeah, it doesn't look like a big building though. Maybe a home. Yeah. A farm. Okay. Maybe they're having a barbecue. Um, oh, so. shit. <laughs> All right. That's so a that's a no. So he introduced himself at the funeral, I believe. Uh, he was introduced by the funeral by the, director. Right, because he gave a he gave A, a little eulogy. mini eulogy, mm-hmm. yeah. So um, without, you know, I'm still looking out the window without really looking at him. Mm-hmm. Carl, wasn't it? He sort of starts and looks down at you and says, what's it to you? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I, we talked briefly at Miss Thorne's funeral. He looks a little confused. Almost like he is like some of their reality. (laughs) No, no. Like he doesn't know what that is. Yeah, I know, I know. And then he turns and says, oh, yes. Well, she, well, Rose had many visitors that day. I understand, of course. I didn't expect you to recognize me. 
No, I remember you. There weren't very many kindred in line. Hmm. Where are we? Well, dear, dear girl, we're at the Camarillo Mental Hospital. Camarillo. Wait, right? Camarillo. Well, Sorry. yes, but he would say Camarillo. Yeah. Yes. I'm like, why am I saying it like that? Because of Carl. <laughs> it sounds, yeah. Yes. Exactly. Camarillo, Camarillo Mental, Mental Hospital. Hospital. We're in the town of Camarillo. We're by the ocean. This is a place to rest. It's a place to... to rest. Why are we here? Where? I already told you. But why? Why are you here? Why am I here? Why did they take us here? Who who runs this hospital? I don't know. All I know is we were given this address to come and rest. And so... Rose and I... <laughs> are resting here for a little time and then we will leave. I see. Is Rose receiving treatments? Oh no, she's fine. She just she just needs her beauty sleep. Do you know what the treatments are? No, she doesn't get those. Right. I'm sorry. I don't have the answers you want, but no, you've been most helpful. At least I know where I am now. Yes. He just goes back to staring outside. <laughs> uh, <laughs> drift backwards. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so as you're drifting backwards, you're going by that table where yes. where Phil is. Uh-huh. And his hand, like, grabs, like, tries to grab at your arm. Okay. And he stops you. Yeah. And he says, I don't know why you picked me, but you did, and I can't thank you enough. Of course, of course. I'm, I'm sort of patting his hand. Yeah. You know. Uh-huh. Yes, well, there's just something about you. Um, listen. Hmm, what? Are you receiving treatments here? Oh, yes. What, oh, yes. What is the nature of these treatments? Well, that's, that's kind of personal, young lady. I don't know why... <laughs> You would want to know about that. It's. I'm sure they tailor them to everyone. Uh, of For instance, I'm getting my blood treatments every day. Blood treatments? To enrich my blood. Enrich your blood, I see. Yes, it's helping me to be stronger after the fit of nerves I had after we... Well, after I met you. Yes, I'm sure that must have been jarring. I'm sorry. It was, but it completely opened my mind. I see. Yeah, and then they're going to ship me off to, well, they're going to send me somewhere to help some people. He uh, nods to who's, himself. Who's they? The doctors, of course. Uh, you're going to help some people. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I'll be employed and I'll be of use. Uh-huh. Interesting. I don't suppose you're going to give me any more details. What What else do you want to know? Nothing. What? What is it? Tell me. That's the least I could do for you. Yes, yes, of course. Joe's still, like, flipping through the channels. Like, just flip, flip, 
clo- clo- mm. Well, it's just that um, my friend and I, we had other engagements and we're brought here rather against our will. Oh, dear. Yes. I don't suppose you would uh, happen to know how to get out of here. No, I don't want to leave. Hmm. But I'm sure there's other people who... Well, people don't know what's good for them. And they may feel the same way you feel, but you have to know who they are. I don't know who they are. Sure. I'm too busy with my treatments. It's very important I maintain them. In fact, I I need to go talk to the nurse right now. I feel like I'm behind. Uh, if, If you'll excuse me. And he gets up abruptly and leaves. Of course. <sighs> so I just walk over to Joe. Anything, <laughs> She's just flipping, flipping. Anything good flipping. on? Oh, yeah. This is great. So she just keeps flipping it. Okay. Um, I'm going to go look for Riley. Hmm? You can stay here if you want. Hmm. And so she just keeps going back. Yeah, right. So. Okay. Head off to look for Riley. I'll All be right, right back. Uh, Don't go anywhere. Uh, <laughs> she just mum- mutters. Yeah. So you make your way out of the rec, rec room number one. Yeah. So you, as you're passing by, you see that there is a sign that says to the garden. Okay. And there are stairs that go down. And it's open. And it looks like there's a gate that's usually closed at the bottom of the stairs, but yeah. it's definitely open. Well, that's intriguing. Mm-hmm. And then you can go down the rest of the hall. Like there were some, like rec room one. There's a stairwell. Yeah. Rec room two. There's um, just a little alcove, and rec room three is sort of like in a rounded sort of pattern. Okay. In on the floor. Well, I might as well do a quick circuit up here before I head down the stairs. Mm-hmm. So I'll peek into the other ones. Okay. Yeah. So rec room two. Yeah. Riley is in that room. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, there's Riley. Those. There's just a couple other people. Mm. You can tell they're kindred, though. Yeah, yeah. Too. A lot of different types. Pale ass mofos. Yeah. Right. I mean, Phil wasn't pale. Really? No. Uh, okay. So what's he, Riley he was, doing? Oh. Oh, sorry. Riley is. Uh, Riley's shuffling some cards. Mm-hmm. He's sitting at. He has a TV tray in front of him. He's sitting in a kind of a comfortable chair. Okay. And he starts to deal out the cards. How's he looking? <laughs> he looks pretty raggedy. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'll head on over. All right. Hello, Riley. He just looks up very slowly at you. Yeah. Oh, it's you. It is I. Right. What do you want? I'll put my hand out. Bygones. He extends his hand and shakes yours. Now. I don't really do these very frequently, but in this case, I'll allow it. So I kind of look around. Mm-hmm. All conspiratorially. Now. How do you think we can get out of here? He looks at the cards and he starts dealing them out mm-hmm. seeing what's flipping up and flipping them back down and mm-hmm. what makes you think I want to leave 
why were we brought here? He sort of sighs in a vampire way. <laughs> and old muscle memory. Yeah. He puts the cards. He he it's like he had spread the cards out and then he he's pulling them back in together and says, Well Well, little girl, you are so full of questions always. It's very exhausting. However, pull up pull up a little seat over there. There's a little <laughs> stool. Okay. <laughs> so you pull up the stool and you're sitting next to him, and mm-hmm. he kind of sinks back into the chair and says, "Well, now that I know that this place exists, I guess we always kind of knew about it, but there's not a whole lot you know about the way Los Angeles is organized." Los Angeles is organized in a very, very specific way. It's different from most, most places where kindred dwell. Usually free to do whatever we want, but there's some clans that still want to pretend that they have some control over us. So they establish, well, they established this wing this mental hospital and it's to keep kindred in line who are out of line kindred who may just push things a little too far like I did with my freak show I knew I was running the risk I didn't think they were watching but they're always watching and he looks behind him when he says that (laughs) they're always watching Charlotte always he, then he, he's cutting the deck and like shuffles it really loudly. Mm-hmm. Does that answer your question? I suppose. Why do the other canines put up with it? Which ones? The ones here? The patients? Just in Los Angeles in general. There's a lot of powerful forces here. Usually they don't butt in too much. But in this case, we just pushed up against it a little too much, and here we are. But Marguerite knows we're here. She hates this fucking place. Good. But I don't know where else to go. I'm scared. These treatments they're talking about. It doesn't sound right. So his face sort of falls when you say that. Yeah. Says it just depends on what they want to do with you. Plus, and he looks around a little Mm. surreptitiously, we're not the only inhuman things here. I, I I just give a very knowing nod. There's like fucking fairies and shit here. I don't even know what that... And I know... And he, he, like, he starts to get loud, but then he yeah. calms down again. He's like, I know there's some fucking lupines in here. I can smell them. So just be careful. I don't know why they mix them up with us. It's, I, I don't know what they're thinking. It's dangerous. Just be careful, because they will kill you. 
as soon as look at you. Wait, is that the right way to say yeah. it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I don't, you know, these fucking fairies. Poker face. Yeah. Yeah. Like, fucking. Mm. So he's mumbling about the fairies quite a bit. Okay. Oh, they're just they're so goddamn bright. I just can't stand it. <laughs> it's so aggravating. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, but there's some ghouls here too, and they're pretty cool. <laughs> cool ghouls. Yeah. He's shuffling the cards back again. And you sure you want to stay here? Uh, Charlotte, I don't know where to go next. We'll see. Whenever the mood strikes me, I'll figure out a way. You can you can trust that about me. I'm sure I can, Riley. So I'll stand up. Well, take care of yourself. I'm oh. sure our paths will cross again. Oh, I'll see you around, Charlotte. Don't even worry about me. No doubt. All right. I'm going to head down to that garden. Okay. Treading down the mm-hmm. stairs. It's very dark. Mm-hmm. Very dark indeed. Mm-hmm. And you find that there, like I said, the gate is open at the base of the stairs. Mm-hmm. And the door is open to, mm. to a garden area. Mm. It's the lawn that you saw. There's parts of the lawn. It's bathed in moonlight. Yeah. And there are these very tall shrubs, like a, like a hedge maze almost. Okay. But it's just that that's the borders. Those are the borders of the of the garden. Okay. So you see that there's like these very tall, at least ten foot tall mm. hedges around mm. this courtyard. Okay. Very large lawn. Is there a fountain? There's a fountain. Uh-huh. It's white marble, and it's you hear it bubbling. Mm-hmm. It's it's a chill night, for sure. Sure, definitely. It's very December. very chilly, yeah. And but you're not feeling cold, but you can sense that it's cold. Mm-hmm. The moonlight again is bathing everything, so you see that there's actually a little plot, uh, for f- different types of flowers. You see some roses, mm. white, red, pink. Mm. You also see like a little side area that looks like a little greenhouse Mm. and you see at first you're not sure of what you saw Mm. but you you could have sworn you saw like a flame a little flicker of Mm. a light Mm. so i want you to uh courage difficulty three one weakness difficulty three all right two successes all right but still i I recoil. I recoil it's a bit. It's like, whoa. Yeah. That's, that's surprising. <laughs> <laughs> Bust out the hiss. Vamp hiss. Right. Uh, it is intriguing. Um, so that's... And then so you see like a greenhouse. Yep. That was the, where the flicker of flame came from. Yep. And then you also see just other plots that look... They're empty for mm, right now. Mm. But they're also covered by tarps. So it, they could be like... Yep little fruit or vegetable gardens. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And you said there were blooming rose bushes? Mm-hmm. Wow, this time of year. Southern California, baby! Or it could be something else that's helping it grow. Oh, you're right. It's a weird-ass building. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what you see. 
All right, well, I'm, I'm heading for the greenhouse. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, a flame means that somebody's in there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or else the greenhouse is catching on fire. Either way, I want to investigate. <laughs> you want to head toward the burning building. Well, Good job. I want to head... What are you, a scream a pillar? I want to head to it to see if it's catching on fire, at which point I'll run away. <laughs> well, <laughs> anyway. it's not, so... Okay. So I head towards this greenhouse. Okay, so you're about five feet away from it. Okay. And you hear some laughing. Two oh. men's two men's voices kind of chuckling, laughing. Like they're having a conversation. Yeah, like they're talking. And it's and from inside the greenhouse. Inside the greenhouse. Alright, can I can I be stealthy? Sure. Try and get up next to the window here. Yeah. Uh what's my difficulty? Difficulty is five. Alright. It's dark. Yeah. One success. Well, the moonlight but still yeah. one success one success oh shit I still did it I still right, you did still, it you made it okay so you stealth up to the to the <laughs> to the greenhouse probably like <laughs> I, I get a little too close and rattle one of the panes but it's like right when one of them chuckles so they, right so yeah. they don't really hear that yeah, yeah, yeah. that's good yeah so you sidle up to a, a window yeah so I'm just kind of like crouching up against <laughs> the creeping kid yeah yeah exactly crouching down the creeping kid listening creeping creeping what oh, is that creeping kid? Oh my god. Eddie is, remember? Oh yeah. Under the pine, what was it, the Pinewood yeah. uh, Studios in yes, the UK. Right. Like he'd just be creeping around. It was like creeping kid. He'd be like, yeah, get him in a movie. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> anyway, what, is, what, is, what do I hear? What do my vampire ears detect? You hear, you hear men, young men I'll, talking. I'll heighten my senses. Yeah. You hear two young men talking. Okay. And saying like, well, yeah, uh. I don't know. What, what do you think? Yeah. And just kind of the tail end. Well, I mean, I don't know. Maybe like another week or so. I don't know why they even want us here. I just, I just kind of want to go back home. Yeah. No, I get. It. So it's just like yeah. they're just sort of relaxed okay. talking. Sure. It sounds like a conversation they've had in the past. They've kind of. With my heightened sniffer, am I smelling uh, cigarette smoke? Was that the flame? Ah, uh, you are smelling a different type of smoke. <laughs> smells like Otto's jacket. It smells like a skunky, uh -huh. herbaceous funk. All right. It smells different. All right. Than cigarette smoke or clothes. Gotcha. So, I mean, I'm just going to lurk there as long as they're in there. So, All right, so do I get any 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 actual juicy content? Well, what you hear is, yeah. do you smell that? Ooh. And the other one is very still. Oh, they've suddenly gone still. Uh huh. And so. All right. I, 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 <laughs> slow your roll. Slow your roll. I have a feeling that, that that means me. So I am going to stand up and start heading to the door. To the actual to the door. The greenhouse door. Yeah. So are you putting your hand on the I'm actually going to knock. You knock? Yeah. So you knock. Yes. And it's like, oh just put it out, just put, put it out, why don't you put it out? <laughs> and then you hear some like stomping and like yeah, yeah. and then um, the one, the, 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 the young man with the braids, the black braids uh -huh. and the coppery skin and dark eyes 
he's at the door. Okay. And he looks at you. And he smiles. He has a beautiful smile. Okay. And he opens up the door and says, well, hello there. Hi. What do you want? I didn't mean to disturb you. I just uh, was out for a stroll in the garden. Heard some voices. I was just wondering. I'm still getting to know the, the grounds. Right. Super friendly. Sanctified. I know. I know. So he's kind of looking at you and he's trying to suppress a smile. Yeah. Like his first smile is kind of fake. Like, yeah. hi. Hi. How are you? So he leans against the the door jam. <laughs> And he's just he has his arms. He, how is he dressed? Is he in his he's, like orderly? He is, uh, he's in his garb? he's in his like yeah he's in well not orderly but like he's in like a patient patient oh, outfit okay. like all the right. pajama bottoms all right, all right. the same top as yours yeah. the short sleeves with the yeah. tie in the back yeah. but his hair is in braids and hmm. he leans his arm up against the door jam mm-hmm. and it's just kind of resting his head on his arm mm-hmm. and he's looking down at you okay and you hear the voice from. You hear a voice from inside, sort of, uh, not sort of, but call out and say, Starbuck, what is it? Who is it? Which one of them is it? And he turns to the voice and says, oh, it's just that little girl, you know, you know the one. And he looks back at you kind of (laughs) like, and he's like, come on, come on, get in, get in here. So he sort of ushers you in. All right. He barely touches you. Right, 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 right. He closes the door. (laughs) Get in here. Yeah, gross. Get some chopsticks out. Yeah, basically, poke, poke, poke. Yeah, Yeah, like, get in there. (laughs) So he closes the door, and then you hear it latch. Mm. So. So there's the blonde guy. The blonde. So the blonde man is standing, or he's sitting on a stool. Okay. There's like a table in there with different pots on it. <laughs> so, so do you want to know what I was thinking? What earlier? What? Because you said there's this guy with, with coppery skin and braids. Uh huh. And then there's there's this other fellow, and he's not pale at all, and he's blonde. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. And I was totally tripping out because I thought it was like this weird vision. And then, and then, especially with uh, Rose Thorne being uh, there, what? I thought it was this weird vision oh. of Aaron Evans playing chess with Leon Cutler. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought it was like this weird, what? self-referential wow. postmodern dreamscape that I had wandered oh into God. that was like crossing over between multiple uh, timelines and existences. That's truly strange. Yeah, no, and... that's why I was tripping balls. That's very, very odd. Um, I, kudos to you for some type of a weird hallucination there, but... Yeah, it was. That's odd. But that's not who it is. Okay. It's just when you say blonde guy who doesn't look like a vampire, you know, I'm like, uh, Aaron Evans? <laughs> it's Aaron Evans. Oh my god, it's Aaron Evans. It's Aaron, it's Aaron Evans. Okay. Even though he's like one year old right now, but... You know. He's a baby. He's <laughs> a baby Aaron. All right. So, um, very good. So I'm in the I'm in the greenhouse with these guys. Yeah, and so it smells um, stronger, like the smoke smell. I'm gonna try and smelling. do another uh, aspect sure. read. Sure, sure, sure. And if I succeed, is there a chance that I might recognize an aura? Yes. Okay. I said, if I say, okay, thank God, one. <laughs> With your luck recently. I know. Well, I, I only got one, but that would still be enough to see, like, kind of the shape of mm-hmm, the aura. Mm-hmm. Is that enough to, to see, yeah. like, like, oh, I know that aura. Yeah. Yeah. It's got the weird little fingery things at the top or whatever. 
Fingery. <laughs> it looks like a rubber uh, five-fingered glove sticking out of the it's top a little of his coxcomb. head. Yeah, it's a coxcomb. <laughs> oh, God, no. no. All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you do notice that they're, you can see both of their auras. How yeah. about that? Yeah, yeah. So, you can tell that they're very bright, vibrant auras on both of these guys. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and does one of them look at all familiar, like, in yeah. a familiar way? Yeah. Which one is it? Which one? Yeah. It's the it's the blonde dude. Blonde dude. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of like looking at him, eyes a little narrow, and I'll say, I think we've met before. Have we? Yes. That's pretty presumptuous for a little girl. Well, well, you're not really a little girl. You may not. You may not have realized that. I um. I was awake. When you came to my door yesterday, his brow froze. He kind of like laughs and looks at Starbucks. Like we both kind of start like, what, the fuck? "What is she talking about?" <laughs> so he extends his hand to you. Yeah. And says the name's Moonbeam. Moonbeam, a pleasure, Moonbeam. All right. So, so then, so he, so you shake hands. Yeah. And he, sh- he, he barely holds on. Uh huh. Because the second he feels your hand. Yeah. His instinct is to pull away. Sure. It's like almost like magnets bouncing off yeah. of each other. Yeah. But he maintains the grip in a polite way just long and enough. lets it go. Yeah. And he's just like warming up his hand and touching <laughs> you. And he's like And then and then what he does is he takes his hand and puts it into one of the pots of dirt and just starts like, <laughs> like running just his fingers running, through it. Yeah. And Starbuck just starts cracking up. <laughs> it's like you're so dramatic. And ooh, Ew. I didn't know they were going to start a little, singing. Little choral arrangement there. Uh, that's that's okay. I don't need that level of. <laughs> All right. Yes. So that's what Moonbeam's doing. <laughs> Speaking of the moon, yes. it is coming through the greenhouse. Yeah, yeah. So you're able to see fairly well. Mm. So, what do you? Starbuck looks at you. What are you doing here? Why would you even come out here? I kind of look around. I say, uh... I'm going to be... completely honest with you. So, so again, they look at each other like, oh my god, like, (laughs) what is about to happen? They're they're excited. Yeah. And they're just like, what the f... Like, okay. And and so, so then Starbuck, like, like, okay. And so he takes a seat just to be like... (laughs) <laughs> like yeah, like what are you gonna say? Like let's looking at it. you expectantly. Let's hear it. Like let's go. All right. <laughs> like what else is gonna come out of her mouth? Uh huh. So they'll kind of pause. What do you know about me, though? And so they say, I don't know. You just you arrived here and you're here right now. I don't. What I mean? What do you want? What do you know about my kind? They both roll their eyes, like, way too much. (laughs) And almost too much to really be talking to you, but there's something about you, kid. Yes. There is something about me. (laughs) 
You're saying this? Yeah. So are you going around, are you doing your usual Charlotte thing of like inspecting stuff and touching things with your hands? Do you feel comfortable with them? Um, I do, just mm -hmm. because Moonbeam mm -hmm. uh, said that he wanted to get me out of here. Mm -hmm. So I feel like they're allies. Yeah. You know. So are you going to like examine the, I the think, greenhouse? I think I was maybe, yeah. Like I was, yeah. Like as, as I'm asking those questions, I'm pacing yeah. around a little bit, uh -huh. you know. Like, what do you know about my kind as I run my finger down a yeah. down a leaf of a plant, you know. Right. And, and it instantly dies. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. There is a flaw. Uh, yeah, I'm sure there is. <laughs> Yeah, you know, smelling a Cause smelling they're, they're a watching you very carefully yeah. as you're doing these things. Right, smelling a flower. Mm -hmm. you know. So, so when when I say, uh, wait, what the hell did I say? Uh, what, do you, what do you know about my kind? I said, what do you know? And they said too much. And I said, oh, and then they 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 said, um, well, anyway, I say, there's something about you, kid. Yeah, and I said, yes, there is something about me. And, then, and when I say that, I'm turning around. Uh huh. So maybe I was like, you know, smelling a flower or something. Uh -huh. You're being very dramatic. Yep, and as Aww. I as I turn around, I'm gonna open up my third eye. What? <laughs> That's so anime. -ish. I know. Right? <laughs> oh, ah. If only I could levitate. <laughs> Soon. <laughs> At some point. Soon. <laughs> so so you do that, and you open your third eye. Yep. And so you see their faces. Mm-hmm. They're just like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Enhanced by the weed, I'm, I'm sure. sure they're uh... just, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> God only knows what what their uh, view of you is right now. Oh, but they're, God, they yeah. they they look pretty gobsmacked. They look pretty amazed. So since I'm doing it anyway, I'm gonna uh, uh, be doing my sense vitality. Oh. Uh, so that's perception plus empathy. Oh shit. Okay, go. Yeah. Perception plus, and so that allows you to just see everything about their body. Basically? Uh, well, it depends on how many successes I get. Okay. But on even just one success, I can see if they're mortal, vampire, ghoul, or other creature. Other kin. Gee, I wonder. <laughs> no, not other kin. God no. Uh, Lord no. Lord no. I mean, God love you, but that's about it. Do okay. it. Do it. You. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So I, I got, right. I got two successes. So that's. That's not bad. Yeah. It's it's also What does two successes give you? It's also enough to see if they've suffered any damage. So Oh. Yeah. So their 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 type of cre their creature type mm -hmm. and then whether they've suffered any damage. So when you are looking at them in this and this And I'll leave it up to your discernment because it just says or other creature. So it could just be like yeah. miscellaneous, you know, like no, it'll it'll okay. look specific. All right, all right. So when you turn and do that, yeah. they're whoa, like yeah. amazed, yeah, and, and like kind of auditory, like oh my, whoa, the yeah. fuck, yeah, and yeah. also just like oh, that's so like whoa, it's groovy, you know, kind <laughs> of <laughs> yeah, like oh whoa, that's so yeah, whatever. far out, far out, far out, that's what we're looking for, far out, yeah. So they're saying that to each other, yeah, and they're turning and like like kind of like. Check, looking at each other's reactions, looking back like, at you, like, are you seeing that like, too? What, yeah. what? So as you're watching them, <laughs> was this laced with anything? Exactly. Like, <laughs> whoa, they are, yeah, looking back and forth, and in this, in this, in that moment, and what you see is you see these auras that again are very bright and vivid. Mm -hmm. You see these are almost like this, like, um very bright outline mm. of these wolves mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
like around them. Around them. Yeah. It's bigger than them. Than bigger than them. It's yep. much bigger than them. Totally. But the heads are looking at each other. It's like they're it's like they're people inside a giant wolf suit. Yes. Basically. Yes. Yeah. And it's a big but the wolf heads are also looking at each other, like uh, and like kinda like <laughs> yeah. like looking at each other, like, yeah. what the hell? Yeah. So yeah. their whole being beings are looking at each other and doing the same exact thing. It's totally synchronized. Okay. Because they're one and the same. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Very bright. Very vivid. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. And and again, it's that gold, mm. that gold, uh, and uh, <laughs> yellow, uh -huh. gold, violet. Yeah. Bright. Okay. And and so you see that in terms mm. of injury, you see they have various injuries, but they don't really make a lot of sense to you. Oh, okay. Hmm, in terms of wounds. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, some of the wounds look almost self-inflicted. Oh, weird. And ritualistic. Oh, hmm, interesting. Uh-huh. You also see that their hearts are... This isn't something that you've seen in many people. Mm. But you see their hearts have this little... There are threads that go between their hearts. Mm. And those are very, like, various colors. Uh, but their hearts look like they're linked together. Wow, okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what? what are, that you ain't gonna find that in your fancy book, learning boy. <laughs> the books have all the answers. <laughs> all what, right, what were you looking for? I was just making sure that wasn't that wasn't something on the charts that I no, forgot about. No, something something that your faithful storytellers created. It's something from the storyteller's chart. <laughs> yeah, which is God only. God only knows. Sylvia. Basically, basically. your brain right now. That is me. I got boxes of Pepe. <laughs> Carol. 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 All right. Carol and HR. Oh my God. Okay. So. <laughs> How many hours have we been doing this at this point? Uh, we're over three. Are which, you serious? And that's recorded. So uh, it's got to be. Oh no. It's got to be going on. Oh yeah. It's getting a little late there. I don't. I, I, the clock's right behind you. Oh, I can okay. see. You have to show me your phone. All right. Well. All right. Yeah. We're at three hours recording time. Amazing. Amazing. Phenomenal. This was kind I mean. This I mean. Is this a good note to leave off on? With no. me With me shining my third eye uh, at them? Wait, let me look. <laughs> and then they're like, far out. And then it's like, bum, 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 bum. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's a no. Let me just double check my notes here. Sure. No, there's just a little bit more to go. Okay. Cool. <clears throat> so I have I have shown unto them the yes. third eye. Yes. Yes. And so they say. <laughs> Which I, I'm picturing the whole greenhouse kind of lighting up it a little is, bit. It is. It's illuminating. So I'll close the eye. Okay. And yeah. they're just, they're still just like, whoa. Wow. Wow. It's just unreal. So, um, so they turned to you. They, you said your name was Charlotte, right? I think I did, yeah. Pretty sure. I don't know. 99% sure. Okay, I'm not sure. Charlotte. But, you know, they know about me anyway. So yeah. yeah. So Charlotte. We are compelled to help you in any way you need us to. We're we're not gonna stay. We weren't gonna stay around here for much longer. 
we're kind of here as an experiment, but we can just leave whenever the fuck we want. <laughs> we were just staying here just for a little while. Something was telling us to. Now we know. Now we know why. It's because of you. You're different from them. And so we want to help you. So I take a few steps forward. I've got my hands clasped over my heart. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I've been searching for an ally ever since I came here. To this... To the hospital? Yes. Okay, well... And you can frankly... Out here in general. <laughs> yeah, and so... And so They've Star been a bit thin on the ground. Yeah, so Starbuck looks at you seriously and says, Yes, this is not an easy place to move around. But... We can help you. For a little while, at least. Of course. Of course. And you will earn my undying gratitude. And so they kind of look at each other a little grimly. I say, that's a joke. Yeah, they kind of grit their teeth a little. <clears throat> but you don't know. I mean, how much did Lucille tell you about Lupine? Probably very little. Mm, just to stay the fuck away. Probably, like, since we were out in the out in the boonies. Yeah. You know, she probably said, like, just stick, stick to town. Mm-hmm. Um... Not sure if she would have even gone into very much detail, if, or if she would have just been like, "Just stick to town." There's some things out in the woods that you don't want to get mixed up with. Yeah, you know that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, that's so, possible. Yeah, you can. I mean, I don't know. You can examine that, explore that for some extra XP if you want. Oh, a little midweek taster. Yeah. Okay. If I know you don't have a lot of time right now, but no, just something. If just think about it. Sure. Think sure. about that because okay. They're here to help you. Yes. And that's rare. strange, yes. It is. So. Most unusual. So, what, how do you spend the rest of the evening? Well, I, I, so, so I'm going to, um, I'm going to, you know, ask them, um, do you have the means to escape? Oh, yeah. Excellent. Definitely. Well then, um, I suppose we better start planning right away. They well, said they're going to start treatment tomorrow night, and I don't like the sound of that at all. Well, yeah, you're right about that. You should be worried. They do all types of fucked up stuff in here. That's exactly what I suspected. It's not natural. No. No. <sighs> Very well. Um, so... What is involved with well, getting out of here? Depending on when you want to leave, we have a space that, I mean, we have our home. And uh, we can just head over there. And that's enough to protect us. They know not to come and sniff around our place. Well, good, good. Um. Well, I'll just go get Joe then, and, uh... Who's Joe? meet you back here. Joe's my sister. Joe's your sister? Yes. she like you? Or is she human? She's like me. We trust you. Then you should trust Joe. Because Joe has my trust. They nod. She sees things very differently. Mm. She's a visionary. Right. Well, 
that's yet to be seen, but we definitely trust you. So, yeah. Um, I don't think we're ready to leave tonight, though. Very well. Um, but what day do you want to leave? Well, as soon as possible. I, if we can make it out of here before these so-called treatments start. Hmm. Well, it's not really an if. It's a must. Hmm. Well, it is a trick. It's tricky with two of you. It makes it a little more crowded. It's a little bit more of a challenge. So give us another night to think it through. Of course. We'll figure it out. Very well. I'm sorry I can't be more flexible, but Joe must come. No, uh, no. We get it. She's important to you, and so... She is. All right. We'll see what we can do to accommodate that. But in the meantime, you just lay low and... Yeah, just mind your business and just do whatever just do whatever the doctors say we've seen people who rail against the docs and they're just it's of no use they have their agenda they want to control you they want to control us but it's impossible <laughs> we're just here earning a little scratch they kind of look at each other <laughs> man this place is shady as hell <laughs> Very well. Shall we meet back here tomorrow night and discuss further plans? Sure. Yeah, that sounds good. Excellent. I'll see you shortly after sunset. Yes. Well then, Starbuck, Moonbeam. <laughs> they nod to you. I'll take my leave. Yeah. Starbuck gives you a little salute. <laughs> I'll salute him right back. All right, so they go back to talking. Okay. As you leave the greenhouse. All right. So you're making your way across the lawn? Yep. Okay. So as you enter back into the building, you're in that stairwell. Yeah. Suddenly out of the shadows, a familiar voice whispers in your ear, and it says... I told you I'd be back. And you'd better know what that book says. Yes, I was waiting for her. <laughs> and so you see the silhouette of Mazarine. Uh -huh. She's in the shadows, but her silhouette is near you. Okay. And we'll fade out on that. Excellent. Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> Golf clubs? <laughs> Oh man. That was, uh, that was jam packed. Oh god. There was a lot going on. Everything, I think I was waiting like. This is like my. This is the episode that I think I was the most like prepared to like. Yeah. I was and I wasn't prepared. Yeah. Because I thought so much about it and like what it was going to be like. I mean, you gave me an in character psych evaluation. That's uh, <laughs> pretty unprecedented. Really? Yeah. Why? I've never I've never given anyone an in-character psych evaluation. Well, none of the characters have gone to a mental hospital before. I don't mean just your characters at any at any point. Well, it was uh, it was good. Good. Thank you. Yeah. All right, give me some of that sweet XP. <laughs>
Yeah, and I'm like contemplating the um, the whole thing about just using your vampiric corpse body as a means of stashing things away. <laughs> I know that's that's a cool that is a cool development. Yeah, like I was I was thinking like, well, I can I can take the scalpel and just kind of shove it down subcutaneously into my thigh. <laughs> You know, but like kind of instead of jabbing it in, I can just run it up under the skin, you know, like kind of between the muscle and the skin, you know? Yeah. That's... So there's just like a little, a little scalpel sized bulge in the skin. That's so gross. (laughs) I know. But I mean, people do that IRL, you know, like, like, like with living bodies. So I, I don't see why a vampire wouldn't. uh, Oh yeah. Of course then the vicissitude really opens up the uh, possibilities, but even without it, you know, you can just, hey. Uh, if you're willing to take a level of bashing damage. It's pretty crazy. Heal it up later, you know. Yeah. All right. Yes. Yes, let's, uh, let's do some XPs. So Oops. we can call it a night. Okay. Thank you for running that, though. That was excellent. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, I loved it. Okay. So... We are at the end of a chapter. Mm-hmm. So you get an automatic one. I do, indeed. What have you learned? <sighs> oh, Lord Almighty. Well, I learned that there is a mental asylum outside of Los Angeles that takes in, <laughs> at the very least, takes in vampires, werewolves, and fairies. And does treatments to them for reasons yet unknown. And somehow the anarch community is okay with this. Find out. Maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> I'm not really plugged into anarch politics. Nope. Um, interesting, not yet, at least. Interesting implications for later chronicles, though. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Do you like how, now to be fair, yeah. this is based off of the real yes. former Camar- Camarillo, Camarillo Mental Hospital, which is notorious in Southern California. Yes. And was closed down and then converted see. into a college. Yes. CSU Channel Islands. Uh, Ship solve water. That's all of their conversation. <laughs> However, Camarillo, yeah, Camarilla, I just find it funny. Yeah. I found that. I found that funny from the jump in terms of Camarilla. I'm like, that's Camarilla. Camarilla. So, so then. But then I was telling you about like the the word Camarilla and where that comes from. Right. Right. Yeah. I think so. so. Remind me. Well, it's an actual word. Yeah. Although it's spelled with a K. Yeah. As often as with the C. Right. And it just, it just means a a group of uh, like kind of shadowy advisors. You know? Right. Like, right. You, you know, a politician would have a Camarilla uh-huh. advising him. Right. You know. So, so then, so then Camarillo, right, which is the name of a town. Yes. Um. That's a whole. That's a town in Ventura County, which is far, a little, it's one county it's over from out. Los Angeles. Yeah, it's a ways out. Um. And that means like a click. It's the same thing. Yeah. 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 It's so, the same route. Same route. Right. Route. It yeah, is. Yeah. So the fact that the Camarilla yeah. have a wing in the Camarillo yeah. Mental Hospital just—it was too good to pass up. It's totally. Totally. So. So yeah. anyway, so I so I learned that there's this weird <laughs> asylum that's being run by a shadowy organization. Right. <laughs> um and um, and it's it's some kind of weird fucked up uh, menagerie of supernatural creatures that they're running tests on and treatments 
Ah, uh, yeah, that's crazy. It's still blowing my mind. <laughs> what? What makes? What makes it mind blowing? Um, it's just um, it's it's something else. It's something else. It was it was completely and utterly unexpected. Really? Oh yeah, Jesus. That's good. Oh God. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. I always feel like it's hard to surprise you. No, I was totally surprised. Utterly, utterly, completely surprised. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's that's the main thing I learned. Okay, so I'm going to give you two... Well, no. What? What did you just learn? I mean, you learned about the hospital. Yeah. But then, in terms of the inhabitants... Yeah. You learned that... I mean, on the, vari- the variety of inhabitants. Yeah, the variety, yes. That's, yeah. that's what I said, though. Do you have any questions, though? I have a lot of questions. <laughs> okay. I have so many good. questions. Good, good, good. All right, yeah. so we'll give. I'm going to give you two, because oh. I know you have tons of questions, and you can't ask ask them now. Also, the fact that, that you successfully actually had me questioning the... Re- like, as a player, <laughs> questioning the reality of the situation I was in, which is the perfect... Uh, uh, theme and mood to evoke for being in a mental institution. So kudos to you for that. Thanks. Yeah, you really pulled that off. I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to. No, you really did. I mean, I was legitimately wondering if this was some kind of weird dream construct that I had fallen into, (laughs) where it's like, it's all a metaphor, Mm. and if I get out of this place, then it's like metaphorically, and then I, you know, so anyway. Well, it's funny you should say that, because the name of the app is... I mean, the name of the app is Eternal Prison, <laughs> but nice. as it happens. As it happens. Okay, role-playing. You definitely get two points also for role-playing. Oh my goodness, you're being so generous. Because I am, because that was a lot to mentally work through, and you maintained Charlotte's, and you did a lot of... There's a lot of character development in terms of your blood bond. Yeah, I was trying to hit those blood bond. You really notes. were, and yeah. you were really like bristling against Dr. Lindgren's uh, questioning and yeah. all that. I mean, that took a lot of fo- focus. So I'll Iron give you that. Will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Heroism, not yet. Not yet. Close. Close, Close, but not yet. So anyway, that's what you get. I was totally gonna go all. Uh, Sarah Connor, you know, just start cutting Achilles tendons and oh god, sticking uh, syringes full of Drano yeah, into I was, people's necks. And I was whatnot. afraid you were. I, I was. Hey, if 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 they had pushed me just a little bit, but then also I'm just like, well, you know, I'm a salubri. Yeah, trying you're not, to trying you're not to mazarine. do the. I'm not mazarine. I'm not a gangrel. I'm not a bubuha. No. So. Um, yeah. You're just getting all fired up. I was I was getting fired up just mainly on, on account of the blood bond. The blood bond was firing yeah. me up. Which it will. Yeah. It will. Oh, I yes. Mean, that's, that's a, that's <laughs> oh, it'll agitate you. It'll. <laughs> yeah, it'll agitate you. Yep. Yep. So. Cool. Wow. All right. Great. Yeah. So we're good, I think, for we're now. We're very good. Yes. And. Never been better. We will see what. Yeah, we'll see what's store. to be seen. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. Any other final thoughts? That's it. That's we're good, yeah. Yeah. Till next time. Till next time. Remember when you ran away and I got on my knees and begged you not to leave because I go berserk? Well, you left me anyhow, and then the days got worse and worse, and now you see I've gone completely out of my mind. And 
They're coming to take me away, haha. They're coming to take me away, ho ho, hee hee, haha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, haha. You thought it was a joke, and so you laughed. You laughed when I had said that losing you would make me flip my lid. Right? You know you laughed. I heard you laugh. You laughed. You laughed and laughed and then you left. But now you know I'm utterly mad. And they're coming to take me away. Ha ha! They're coming to take me away. Ho ho! Hee hee! Ha ha! To the happy home with trees and flowers and chirping birds and basket weavers who sit and smile and twiddle their thumbs and toes and they're coming to take me away. I cooked your food. I cleaned your house, and this is how you pay me back for all my kind, unselfish, loving deeds. Ha! Well, you just wait. They'll find you yet, and when they do, they'll put you in the ASPCA. You mangy mutt! And they're coming to take me away. Ha ha! They're coming to take me away. Ho ho! Hee hee! Ha ha! To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away. Ha ha! To the happy home with trees and flowers and chirping 